This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the county result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is... Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome to the Scarf Begara War. Proudly sponsored by the Players Entrance, at Covent Garden Cafe and the Royal Oak Edgeley. Great flick up by Alan Armstrong. where you can access our YouTube content, which is all the replays of all of our previous podcasts. Um, and it's also got links to Dave Long's blog, which is a very good read if you haven't already read it. Um, and the numbers are going up on that as well, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Can you remember what the numbers were that he said? No. No, I can't. The good, though. The good, though. They were the good ones he said. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's an upward trajectory <laughs> on the numbers. Call me Rachel um, so yeah, so if you need anything on there, then it's all, you know, listen to the uh, old podcast or read the blog or... He's got a um, 97 piece, hasn't he? Which I think will be a nice companion to... Yes. So just quickly log on to that and we'll do in like an Alan Partridge thing where you can read, you can read it along with what we're about to speak, to talk about. Um, so yeah, we are going to cover tonight the, the, the cup run for the 96-97 um, season, which... There was actually a book that accompanied that as well, wasn't there? Apparently so, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And it's a very good book. Uh, I'm just, I'm just starting to read it. I've got to admit, Dave, because um, I live through it, and I don't really read books, but I'm going to read this one. I've not read it for about 15, 20 years, so I've, I've I'm like, about Is it 15, 20, 20 minutes. Then, 15, 15 pages. <laughs> in that, yeah. But I'm really disappointed because my pages haven't fallen out. Oh, you cheeky! Yeah. Um, <laughs> the thing <laughs> is, does I've, I've got about yeah. ten boxes in my garage. So. <laughs> Just let me know and I'll get a copy. Saturday night and Thursday morning. So is that is that right? Can people have still have a copy of this? Yeah, that's the original. Uh, I did an updated version, which is ebook only, where I added about thirty thousand words to it. I think went to each game and then commented on it from like fifteen years in the future. If you see what I mean. Um, really? Yeah, that's yeah, quality. Yeah. yeah. So if um, you want, so if if people want a copy, can they email us? Copy, or? Just, just just drop me a line. I mean, I'm on Twitter at Dave Espley. Um, Dave.espley@gmail.com. If you want to send me an email. 
if you, if you want one, just just let me know. I can let you have my door charge from these days. <coughs> Excuse me, I've given out quite a few to people in the last in the last couple of years. Yeah, and for the very special people, you'll sign it. Best wishes. <laughs> best wishes. That was my favourite. Very nice. <laughs> Dave Long thought you hadn't signed it as well, didn't he? Did he? Yeah, he thought you hadn't signed it, but then, but then realised you had. <laughs> so. <laughs> so yeah, who wants to start? I mean, if we, if I take it, let's just go around the room with um, not not so much your memories of the whole cup run, but were you there? How old were you? Um, and the number of matches, I guess, just so we, people can get a flavour. So I'll start. So yeah, I was there. I was fifteen. Um, Luckily, I had a season ticket for the league, and of that whole cup run, I only missed Chesterfield away and West Ham away. Did you go to Southampton? I went to Southampton, okay. yeah. And there's there's a story that I can because that was quite a good good trip for a fifteen for two story, for two fifteen year olds <laughs> <laughs> on their own to Southampton away. Yeah, what what I, you say? We're only, you're only here to here to hear my story. Something not here to hear your story. Oh, right. Fuck about you then. Cup, uh, <laughs> what do you think we're here for? <laughs> um, yeah, I was I was nine. Um, did every home game that season including the ones in all the cups um, but unfortunately didn't do any aways but watched them on the tally yeah I was 11 and 12 over the cup run such was our success and I went to every game in the Coca-Cola Cup except Southampton away much to my regret so we've got them all covered between us yeah <laughs> we have we have yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, what was that? 15, 9, and 11? Yeah. Christ on a bike. I was 32. <laughs> Old enough to know better. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I think I've said in the uh, in the book or some iteration of it, or definitely somewhere, I just had the idea to do this kind of book covering the entire season, going to every game. And I can remember where they had the idea it was cycling to work. I worked um, in the Ministry of Defence out in Bramall, and I used to cycle from my house in Offerton, so I'd go up Chester Road. Quite countryfied then, it was a yeah. little cycle ride, and um, I used to think about various bits and bobs. And I thought, well, this has been done before by other people, why not do it for county? And I just thought it'd be a run of the mill. I did think we'd have a good season because it came on the season where we just missed out on the playoffs. Yeah. We'd have the Everton games, we had the Villa League Cup game, I think, the previous year. So, yeah. we, we knew I knew we were a good team. There's a chance that we might just do something this year, playoffs or, or promotion or whatever, and yeah. I couldn't have dropped luckier. <laughs> I, I was trying, the, the other week I was trying to think, you know, could I make a top five luckiest events in my life? <laughs> this would be number one. As I've mentioned before, being a cricket-loving Tory, I was at the Test match last year when Ben Stokes got his, got his 132 or whatever it was. So there's been a couple of times, I mean, everyone has them in their lives, when you just, you drop lucky. For some reason, you, you do something and it turns out to be memorable in an incredible way. And this was, this was it for me to choose that particular season. Wasn't just the season where we got promoted. Uh, it was the season where we got to the semi-finals of the Coca-Cola Cup. We got to the f- fourth round of the FA Cup. Yeah. The northern final of the yeah. what it was called the Time Otto Winchies Cup. Played sixty-seven games. The only thing you could really say was <laughs> a negative. If it is a negative on that, is that we didn't win the league, and we should have done because we were by far the best team. By far the greatest team. The greatest team. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I, I, I used to um, know. Well, that's, no, 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 Berry fan on, on a forum, uh, not related to football. We just used to chat about it, and um, he joked about he'd been in a quiz and he'd, he'd lost by one point or something. He was joking, and I said in response, "Ah, oh, well, you see where you went wrong was you answered the question who was the best team in league, whatever it was, what was it? League, 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 league division two, yeah. division two in ninety six, ninety seven with quotes Berry." <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was, it was that key, so I was asked a bit, I think, but uh, we were. 
we, we clearly were. Yeah. Berry won the title by a couple of points after us. Yeah. Uh, over us, and you know, look at what we did otherwise. Yeah. So there's a, there's a lot that I've forgotten. I must admit about the cup run, but there's bits that I remember that that just stick out. Like just just one thing that sticks out for me. It's not. In fact, it's not even a small thing. Chesterfield won giant killers of the season. Really? Cause, yeah, because their run was to the FA Cup semi-final. Yeah, and I don't think they beat. They didn't beat. They didn't beat a Premier League team. Enough, no, I don't think they did. Yeah. They played Wrexham in the quarterfinals. Yeah, just yeah. the luckiest draw. Um, for, no, I suppose Forest would have been Premier League. And for them, that was a massive game. Chesterfield to Nottingham, yeah. beating a big Premier League team. Um, I suppose that would have been the equivalent of us beating City when they were a Premier League yeah. team. Probably, probably bigger than City at the time. Yeah, more recently. Yeah, yeah, anyway. yeah. Um, so that would have been massive for them, but yeah, obviously they were very lucky again, unlucky against Borough, weren't they? That yeah. shit house Ellery. Oh. I was, was gone about how he changed his story between the game. He was interviewed after the game, and he was interviewed in the evening. And he changed his story because I think the goal that was given wasn't given over the line, or wasn't yeah. given over the line. I'm not sure what the the linesman gave it. I think, mm. and Ellery said in the afternoon game he said something that contradicted what he said in the evening game, where he said. The linesman haven't given it out. So something like that. I can't remember the details. I'd love to look it up on YouTube if it was even there, which it probably isn't. But basically, he changed his story. He, he got it wrong, overruled the linesman wrongly, and then changed his story to cover his ass in, in, in the evening. And you know, it, it would have made it three-one, wouldn't it, to Chesterfield at the yeah. time? Yeah, because they were two-one, yeah. weren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they'd have probably won. And you know, because of his incompetence and his arrogance in overruling his linesman, mm. it was flagging. It was indicating that the ball had, had gone off the line. It was a goal. And Ellery had sort of blown, put his hand up because he'd mis- misinterpreted the signal probably, and thought, "I've got my hand up here, signalling offside. I've got to stick with that. Yeah. Right, it is offside, and I'll, you know, change my story later and say it was." But the linesman gave the goal. It's not like David Ellery to be on some shit out. Welcome back anytime. <laughs> <laughs> so as we go through this cut run, then, because we'll go through it chronologically, won't we? I, I often find that's the best. Way, I think yeah. that's the best way. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we've got the shirts to we've got some shirts to accompany the chit chat, uh, which we'll take pictures of and stick them up on the website. And the socials. And the socials, yeah. Is, is, is Pete Wilson now part of the podcast? Has started calling him. Is that what he calls it? Well, he's a young yeah. lad, isn't he? So put this on yeah. the socials. He's a young. Like, it makes you sick, doesn't it? Yeah, he's a young lad, and he says like a lot. Life hasn't kicked him yeah. in the bollocks yet. No, he hasn't. No. I try every time I see him. <laughs> I, try. I try and bring him down. So. Start with Chesterfield at home. I'll square square with you. I was there, but I cannot remember anything about it. Uh, well, one of my first things I noticed from there was Matt Bound being heavily involved. And that was it for him that season, pretty much. <laughs> and the, I think it was Brett's first game back. Yes, because he was alone, wasn't it? He from, came, um, yeah. Andy Much scored for us twice. Um, I think they their keeper made the right balls of one of the goals, from what I remember. Yeah. And I remember Brett, and I was too young for Brett first time, first time round. But I remember him coming on at the Cheedland, um, and then having quite a good chance header, um, and he missed it. And everyone, you know, kind of straight away was like, "Oh, bloody Brett Angel!" And I remember even at like that very, very, very like ten minutes into his second spell with County, like people were already writing him off at that point. That's my kind of memory from that game. It's almost as if people never learn, isn't it? Interesting, <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at the, um, the fixtures, which uh, somebody helpfully printed in the back of the book they wrote. Um, <laughs> those two wins against Chesterfield were the, th- were the only wins until the famous Plymouth win on the 14th of uh, September. It's funny... Sorry. No, I was going to say, we'd, we'd, we'd lost 
four in the league and drawn two, I think. Um, and yeah, we've, we've got the, the, the only two wins with the two cup wins. It's funny you mentioned Matt Bound, because I was looking at um, some of the teams just kind of refresh my memory earlier. And he was first choice at the start. Well, I say first choice. He played the first few games yeah. alongside Flynn. Jim didn't start until Watford away. I don't know whether that was through injury or Matty Bound was first choice or whatever. And, you know, the classic County eleven of Jones, Connolly, Todd, Flynn, Gannon, Bennett, Marsden, Kabako, Slash, Jeffers, Dirk and Angel Armstrong. We didn't have that line-up until the Plymouth game, which is the first game we won. So the first probably eight and nine games, if you include the cup games, yeah. seven or eight games, were a mission. Damon Searle played a lot. Toddy didn't start, I think, for the first six games. Mm. Toddy came on and played played on the wing at Bristol Rovers. Did it? Yeah. yeah that was on. our first goal, wasn't yeah. it, Bristol yeah. Rovers? Yeah. Um, whether he was subbed or whether he was moved up there, but he was definitely playing on the wing at Bristol Rovers. Oh, we'll Damon, have to get the T-shirts changed. Damon Searle. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say that before, because you've gone for the classic <laughs> thing. It should be Searle bound for the <laughs> <couple of that. laughs> I don't think ourselves well. <laughs> So yeah, the first time we had that classic eleven, and so Joe, uh, Jeffers and Kabako were kind of yeah. interchangeable. But the first time we had that was our first win, and then we had that I think for like the next six or seven games, and we won them all with that eleven. Yeah, because the Plymouth. I remember. I remember the game, the home game before the Plymouth win, and I know this, this isn't the cut run, but it's, it's, it is relevant. I, I remember, and I was chanting it as well. What the is going on and that's what we're singing and I think Dave I think Dave Jones has, has already said he, he said it millions of times you know they went in and had you know Flynn he had a chat they all had a chat you know the oh, senior see, players yeah. Jim mentioned had a chat. it on Twitter the other day yeah, right yeah mm-hmm. it was um, oh, I can't remember it seems to be it was a larger group yeah. than what we thought wasn't we just thought two or three yeah. it was about seven or eight of them. Yeah. right yeah but it's interesting as well going back to the, the, the league thing you wonder whether if we hadn't had this Chesterfield tie whether Jones would have kept his job because in those first six league games, we we scored one goal. Right. That was in a one-all draw away at Watford. Watford yeah. uh, sorry, away at Bristol Rovers. Yeah. yeah. The, the the other results were nil one, nil nil, nil one, and the one-all, nil one, nil two. So we'd lost five out, not lost five out of six. We hadn't scored in five out of six. We'd we'd got one, two points, four defeats. If we'd had a couple of cup defeats, he might not even survive. We've had Stan Turner in charge. Yeah, it, yeah. It's, it was it was Wrexham then when we were singing. Peter Ward scored a free kick, didn't he? Yes, Wrexham. he did, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I remember it. Yeah, and then it all started. Then it all kicked off, didn't it? And <laughs> so. with Plymouth, I remember it. Um, and we scored two in about the first five minutes or something, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, and we both Jim, Jim definitely got the first I think didn't he like the yeah he got, he got the first two maybe both, Alan got one at the far end yeah the chip of the keeper yes the keeper. yeah that was so the third the first two yeah. were, were Jim I think and they were, I think they were both classic Jim yeah. Gannon Ghost yeah they were yeah, players, yeah, right, yeah. remember Grobelar being a really good sport that day because it was just after the bung yeah that was, that was it and yeah. and all that. well Grobelar I remember Grob, I remember it distinctly Grobelar was he was a good sport and he was practising his golf swing in the area when the ball was up the other end of the pitch and he was in the Cheedland and we were all laughing and clapping and you know like you know like we do we all laughing with pantomime yeah ex- yeah exactly yeah. especially if it's a legend like Grobelar yeah. well, I say legend he tarnished it but well, this was know. the same scene with Ray Wilkins wasn't it when Ray yeah. Wilkins came for playing for Millwall yes and the five one. was singing you fat bastard and he lifted his top up oh he might have done and then it turns to you bald bastard <laughs> if I remember rightly yeah. the thing about him he will have known Scott Ball quite well because he used to live in Bramall yeah uh, Beefway Drive um, oh that was a postman in Bramall it's, it's quite funny if you go down to Bramall it's quite near the tennis club um, and Beefway Drive is like uh, 
nice houses. I mean, I'm not, I'm not knocking the house by any means. They're double-fronted Georgian-style houses. But fairly average, nice house. If you just go like 50 yards down the road, turn left and head down towards the tennis club, you see where Dwight York lived about a decade later. <laughs> and that's like a triple garage yeah. <laughs> mini-mansion. And now, yeah. Bramwell isn't good enough for Premiership football. So no. like one's on press. Yeah. So you, just, you sort of trace the... The rise of the, the yeah. wealth in the, in the and he would have been familiar with the count he couldn't keep you on if he as well. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. We were complaining yeah, about the pitch, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, I was just laughing actually. The, the Wrexham game just before, um, it was a, it was a shit game and it was horrendous and there's a lot of anger there. But uh, there was a bit of humour at half time because um, Ken read out read out of dedication to Don Kiddick <laughs> and the rest of the stewards and he read it out twice uh, <laughs> as he always does a typical yeah. bout of cheesy football Tanner announced the sincerity um, that's one of the things about Ken that when he reads out an it's, announcement it's, it's like, like Ron Burgundy isn't it happy 35th birthday today to Rush Johnson his favourite player is Sam Miniher what was that Ken that's happy 35th birthday to Rush Johnson did you miss him first time round you need to get an extra bit of Ken for you one as well wasn't he they, they kept playing on, on Imagine the next day on the breakfast show when he, um, he had a dedication to Drew Peacock <laughs> and they played it out because you could hear John Kieran commentating and then he sort of paused and in the back you could hear Ken go happy birthday to Drew Peacock <laughs> <laughs> there's not enough of stuff like that I've heard it well, this was the year, wasn't it, that uh, Phil Collins, uh, Phil Collins, Pete Collins, had a, had a dedication read out um, and added a year to his... his yeah, yeah, yeah. And at the end, he was like about, in his 90s probably. But did someone try and get him on the pitch? Yeah, it was like 87 or something. I think it might have been Peterborough. But uh, they were probably thinking, it didn't get, you know, there's, there's a line where you cross and you get a tipping point where you think, no, you haven't got a 97-year-old fanny, I'm sorry. I'm, and even if you have, I'm not risking it. Yeah. Whereas eight, late 80s, you think, oh, <laughs> <laughs> is he here? Can he come up? Can he come up? Yeah. Take your time, mate. Oh. Just, just come and have a look. Good job, the FA Cup run didn't go longer, on it? <laughs> That's quality. I didn't, I didn't know that. That's brilliant. Yeah, it, started off, it started off in the 60s, I think. Possibly it's even real age, I don't know. Well, so it was every match. Yeah, we had, we had a year to it. Same name. And you used to listen for the uh, half time for the uh, announcement of Happy Birthday to Pete Collins, who's 87 today. <laughs> and then next year, he's 88. <laughs> and then it sort of stopped because people obviously were clearly thinking, no. <laughs> you haven't got a 117 year old fan who come oh, today. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't know who keeps on putting my name in to, for my birthday to brew. I don't. Still not worked it out. No one's owning up to it. Do, do you want. Is, you, is it you? Do you want me to get one of the players to. <laughs> yeah. Give you a special message. Yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah. That's not nonsense, is it? Right. Happy birthday to Rush Johnson. He's old enough to know better. <laughs> so, yeah, Chesterfield, Chesterfield at all. So, have we covered that? Do you want to move on? Yeah, so Otherwise, two one, two one wins Chesterfield. Yeah, I, think, I remember the away game. I don't know if you guys remember who, who were there. I, was, uh, I didn't go. Good performance. It was my first day at secondary school. Was it? Just to make you feel even older. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But also that year, and I don't think it's been done many times if at all. We beat Chesterfield four times. Yes. And I yeah. don't think that's happened very well, only four times. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I was worried on the night we went to Chesterfield for the promotion game because of my looks like hell. Because of my stupid <laughs> brain, the way it works, I was thinking. Teams don't beat teams four times. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we might get a draw if we're lucky. And then we got the one goal and held on for like 86 minutes. Yeah. It was just horrendous. But, uh, I think that yeah. was um, did Paul Ware score like that for us. I think he might have yeah, he, he did. I'm going to come back to him. Yeah, Ware and Much, much got three of the four against yeah. Chester. Beaumont scored for them, I think, didn't they? Did he? Yes, Pretty sure Beaumont, Beaumont did, scored for yeah. them. Yeah, because he's scored. He just left, he left the end Yeah, because he scored in that Wrexham game you mentioned before that puts Chesterfield into the semis. Bob yes, got, yes, that's right. Goal. Yes, you're right. And then he put in the cross in the semi that they got the third. The, yeah. third but yeah, I remember that game. I don't remember much about it. I could read through this, but I won't. 
Um, I just seem to remember it being a really good performance. And you just wonder whether, because that game was the 3rd of September. Probably I want to know actually. Yeah, yeah, well, that's before that. We had two Shite League games after that, so yeah. maybe not. But it did show what we were capable of. Well, we're talking Chesterfield, which is fair to talk to Ken Charlery, who's still there now. In the, <laughs> corner. in the corner with the ball holding it up. <laughs> I, keep, I keep seeing um, BBC put it on regularly for some reason. It's been on at least twice in the last few months, but um, the Brian Clough thing, the Damned United. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've seen that was filmed in Chesterfield, Brilliant. dressed yeah. up as Derby County. Yeah. Because I think they'd moved out by then and uh, it was available to be filmed. Yeah. Right, yeah. It was such a shitty one. Saltergate. Yeah. 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 My missus' family are from Chesterfield and they live. Um, you know, not too far away from Salt Lake, and I drive past it whenever we go there. And yeah, it was a shitty, but still standing there now. No, no, it's no. housing stand. Right, yeah. and it's all you know. It's all called things like you know John Duncan Way and things like that, and Chris Beaumont Boulevard. Right? <laughs> all, I, I live near Main Road and all the roads around yeah. there, like that. Yeah. It's such a shit. Like there's so much history, and they know it's progress and all that kind of thing. And I'm being misty-eyed and romantic, but. None of them left. They're all gone, aren't they? Pretty much. Yeah. Not many of them left. That, well, that was a bad one. I mean, I mean, yeah. Rotherham was was equally bad. But oh, yeah, yeah. Was well. Rotherham, I remember yeah. Chesterfield. That when you went for a piss, you had to step over the trough. <laughs> the piss. And big, like three three wall thing with a doorway. And people were pissing all around the sides. You know, the, the, into a an upturned guttering piece of guttering at the crotch level. And it was obviously fed into this into this thing to drain away, and the drain you had to step over it to get in. So if you didn't watch where you were going, you'd step in a stream of piss. And it was a similar Rochdale. It was you know, the, the kind of things you used to put up with. But I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to say you guys old enough. And we've already said you were about three when this. <laughs> and I was like 48. Um, at County between the uh, railway end and the pop side. Yeah. In the 70s when I first started going. Oh. Um, <laughs> where, they've, where they've got the steps leading down to Arthur's Gate as we call it in the fanzine now there's like a, an exit there which isn't used and it opens up onto a little pathway uh, which goes behind the pop side that used to be a, a, a gentleman's convenience shall we say which was if you take the Chesterfield Rotherham put them together double what you see counties was, was far worse than that it was just like a, a like a ploughed field almost and with a bit of a corrugated iron over the top and it's like living memory as I say because that's what, that's what I distinctly remember and it's just what you put up with at those kind of grounds and no one ever thought any different because that's just going to see football that's what it's like so they're real throwbacks in that Wait, sense. weren't the toilets in the railway end on the the bungalow they, they were they were horrible oh they might yeah. still be horrible oh, I don't know if they've been yeah. done all, all the toilets are county yes no, but even for today, I mean, even for like oh, yeah. today's standards, I, I remember being a kid because we, we that's why we went to the, the railway because the Chile wasn't built yet. Um, and going to the toilet was fucking horrific. Yeah. Remember the black paint or whatever it was on you know, at the bottom of it, it's like fucking hell. Man. Yeah. Anyway, so the Chesterfield away match, so you wrote you so the well, Paul Wears and uh, um, D- Dave Long said it was a pretty decent goal. I mean, I wasn't there, so was it shot from outside the area along the ground? That, yeah, that, it, wasn't, yeah. it wasn't quite his Carlisle away yeah. standards. Yeah, yeah. 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 But he did show what we were capable of, and it's, it's funny. I mean, it's, the actual league season itself follows a trajectory from a, a shit start and then upwards. But the, the cup really started high and went higher because we had the two games against Chesterfield, and then obviously we played uh, Sheffield United. Yeah. In the next one. Yeah. yeah. So, and I think the Sheffield the the two one at Edgeley Park. It wasn't like oh job done. It was like oh that was we've done well to get a result yeah. there against the and you know yeah. they weren't a a top Division One team at the time, but they were a good you know, 
big side from Sheffield. Oh, the great header! What a superb header! And what a way to celebrate! The captain does it again. Mike Flynn. Oh, they deserved it. After that superb cross, the led to the corner. I don't think anyone dreamt would have gone and won 5-2. I think, I think probably optimistic fans were thinking we might be able to hold on for a 0-0 or a draw mm. yeah. and go through. Oh, we'll, we'll have an unlucky exit and we'll, we'll do a good show of ourselves. But in terms of away performances, I think three of the best ever that I've seen at County with this year. There was Sheffield, there was the Millwall League game. Yeah. Well, we absolutely annihilated them. It finished 4-3. So it's another 5-2 wouldn't have flattered us. Mm. Probably 5-0 would have, would have been a fair result. And um, and then the Southampton game, where I thought we really really played incredibly well as well. Yeah. But that five two away at Sheffield. Yeah. Like I say, there were one division above us, um, current championship. But they were a good they were a good side yeah. in that division. Yeah, they weren't the kind of fodder where yeah, they, no. you were making up the numbers. They no. were a good side. And it's like um, okay, only division above. I mean, it's division above. Right, so let's yeah. let's take that as a starting point. You then go to that ground, so you're not at home against this team from division above. You go to their ground, and then you absolutely give them a lesson. You say at them. Because five two didn't flatter us, it really didn't. No, and after the first game, because we played the first, we played. Like I said we played the first game first, then, but we played we played the home game first, didn't we? And I, I, I distinctly remember us being pretty much on top of that for, for most of it yeah. in the game. Flinney, did Flinney score? You know? Yeah, Flinney scored. Yeah. Was Flinney, was it a header from a Durkin corner? Sounds about right. I remember. It. Yeah. yeah, and an own goal possibly. I think it, no Bennett well, or was it another balls up from the was that the game the keeper balls up possibly remember a header at the Cheedland yeah, yeah. The, that's what I remember and it was it was textbook it was like a header from the penalty spot or yeah. running from the penalty spot a bit like Julian Dix late of, yeah. later on in the season uh, late, yeah later on in the cup run um, I don't remember Bennett's though don't remember Bennett's goal and he's my favourite ever player as well we were 2-0 I didn't realise we were 2-0 up at the time because Vonk I was about to say Michelle Vonk yeah. Yeah. yeah so Flynn Flynn as I said rises on to head a corner 15 minutes later good work by Durkin on the left and a low whipping cross that Bennett's side foot at home which is one of the ones I think played into the six yard box yeah Armstrong missed a good chance after that as well and it was 2 now. and we were it's, I said isn't it we were dominating the first division team yeah yeah, so they got one back, and that's probably when we were thinking. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, it's going to start. Two nil. You can sort of defend a two 0 lead away, but two one. Yeah. yeah, and that's why it's even more remarkable when we went away. I remember being on the coach, and we got we got um, we got an escort, a police escort. And me and my mate were like 15, 14, at, yeah, fourteen at the time, thinking, "Fucking hell, police escort! Oh, fucking hell, where can we? Come on, let's go!" Like that. It was well, you know, proper exciting, and not thinking, not thinking anything about what was about to come. Fucking amazing. <laughs> One of my favourite grounds that year as well, Sheffield United. I just think it's a real nice old traditional football ground. We've talked yeah. about traditional football grounds yeah. and the absolute shite elements of them, but yeah. that's a really nice yeah. and proper uh, ground. Four stands, big stands. And I remember, I remember, you know, the biggest ground I've been to before that we counted was Everton and I remember going up the stairs at Everton thinking, shit, but going to Sheffield United, fucking huge. Yeah. You know, compared to our ground, I was just looking around thinking, this is a fucking club, this. This is massive. And then we absolutely slapped them. Yeah. That the, the the goal for me, the one that the one that I enjoyed the most was probably Jim Gannon's far post header. Marsden. Oh, oh it's one now! What a beauty! Jim Gannon is 28 to 1 for the first goal. Your surely has got it. And not only that, the cameraman's got him too. And he's put Stockport County in front. A tremendous free kick from Marsden. 
right on the button, and Jim Gannon has put Gansy in front. Yeah. Which was that the first? The first, yeah. 28 to 1, Was it? A lot of people had money on it because, as I said in here, they, they, they put it up on the on the board underneath. You know, the bookies in the ground. Right. Which they still do now in, most, in a lot of places. But they had the bookies there, and they did one of these entice you in bets. Like, put a daft one up, friend. Just, yeah. <laughs> just to get the nutters in. Gannon 28 to 1, I'll get them. And a lot of people had it. And of course, he scored that header, and like yeah. everybody jumped up celebrating. And at least like 20 or 30 people were thinking, "I've just got a load of money on the back of that." I only, I only put a quid on. I think uh, Richard Armwell is, you know, a bit more profitable than me. He put a tenner on, I think, Bloody hell. or at least a fiver, maybe in a tenner. And uh, he says it in the commentary thing, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Yeah. yeah, and the co-commentators had him as well. Yeah, yeah. it's funny because I, I I remember it. We, we, I was in this the. the there's two tiers in that stand, isn't there? Or yeah. The, well, yeah. Yeah. And we were in the upper tier. We were yeah. in the upper tier, and I was right level with the post. That, but you could just, I could see what was going to happen. You could just see it, and it's almost yeah. like it was effortless, and there was no, it just, it, it just like floated in, and he just, he edited it in a far post. No one was even marking him or anything. It was just brilliant. Yeah. Fucking, I was off. I wasn't off my tits, but you know. Cocker hoop. Um, I do remember when I, f- I forget how the goal scoring went, but they scored. I can't remember. Make it, I don't remember, remember what score it was. But we cheered for them. We, 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 we got, <laughs> went three 0 up, didn't we? Did we? I'm yeah, sure yeah. We scored three and eight. It was never in doubt. Yeah. I remember that the apart up until you know the first goal went in, it was probably quite cagey. But once we scored, there was never any chance that they were going to come and get back into it. Yeah, I found the video. It says uh, the bookies obviously don't agree, rating him at twenty eight to one. And even in the show of contempt for what they consider to be his chances, scrolling his name and price on the nearby whiteboard next to Armstrong eight to one and Angel nine to one in a look. You can even put silly bets on if you like, manner. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we went. Um, Gannon scored, and then Armstrong got one five minutes later. And uh, yeah, two minutes after Armstrong scored, left wing crosses flapped out to Bennett. He shot his butt by the keeper, straight back to Bennett, and he that, buries it. Yeah. Sort of double shot. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Remember it now. Yeah. Three goals in about ten minutes. No, oh, three goals in eight minutes. And at that point, we were five-one up. Yeah. On aggregate. On aggregate. Yeah. yeah. And then I think did they they must did they score next, and yeah. we all went. Whee! Yeah. Couture, Pet Couture. Even I think he scored oh, one of their goals. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's a name of Jesus. Yeah. And we were giving it the we we can see you sneaking out at that point as well <laughs> before <laughs> half time. So yeah. They were. They were leaving. Fans were leaving. Yeah. Uh, well, you would. Well, you would if you're the kind of person who leaves when the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 But, but yeah, incredible match that. Unbelievable. Yeah, and I remember it because you, you go through second round, and it was when all the big clubs came in. I think in the third round. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But even though this was, you know, United had started to put the kids out in it, but I think all the other clubs um, still took it very seriously and mm. played the big side, played the big teams, and. Kind of pre, you know, prevalent to the internet, and, that. and I remember the next morning waking up um, and hearing that we got Blackburn away. You know, fifteen months after they won the Premier League, yeah. I know they were nothing like the side who'd won the Premier League, but it's like bloody hell, Blackburn away. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's massive. That was. Yeah, I've been to Everton and Villa, but this felt different. This felt like. Yeah, cool. We can. It's a good draw as well because it's yeah. only it's only forty minutes up the motorway, yeah. isn't it? So you knew you were going to take a lot, and we took four over. Four and a half hours. Yeah, think, it? it was yeah. half that stand behind the goal, wasn't it? Yeah, and everything about that night is for me is like that's probably my favourite game of the run. What do you think of the shirt that we wore? <laughs> <laughs> what was the shirt? Yeah. I remember. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I mean, it was armchair yellow. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <Can> we stop. <laughs> um, yeah, and, you know, obviously the shirt, which we'll come to, but it's another one of those where you walk up from under the up the steps, and the pitch is such. The lights are so bright; it's a brilliant green. It's a massive stadium. The the noise of, from the PA system. I remember the floodlights, not the floodlights, the scoreboard being like a colour scoreboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it had animations on it. Not like our clap that used to take <laughs> yeah. like five minutes to complete or the wagging finger of the referee. <laughs> that proper animated um, and a proper Premier League side. And yeah, it just felt massive. And then, yeah, you throw the shirt into it as well. That just beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. I mean, we don't... I, some of the players that they are playing for him as well. I mean, like, I know... Some of them are still there, isn't they? Was he? I don't. I'm not. Yeah, I think he was, I'm not sure if he played, but I'm sure he was still there. Shearer had gone because one of our chance for Shearer's fucked up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was a big chance for the night. But yeah, yeah. Well, Tim Shearer scored the own goal, didn't he? Yeah, and Tim he Flowers was, was there as well. He, yeah. he was the keeper. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if if I bet if we got the the, the team up, you'd just be going, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah no, yeah. Stuart yeah. Ripley, I think. Was... Probably yeah. Wilcox maybe on the Wilcox left. Wilcox definitely was. Yeah, yeah. Didn't have a great season, but they didn't go down. They weren't really good. No, no. You got Ray Hartford sat though, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then was it Roy Hodgson who replaced him? Was it? That was around the time that Hodgson would have been their manager, I think. Possibly. I yeah. remember Match Magazine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. If something had gone wrong, he used to describe it as going horribly Ray Harford. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we're on the subject of Match Magazine. I'm not sure if it was before the Southampton or the Middlesbrough game. It was all the way back from West Ham. I know what you're going to say. I distinctly remember us having a feature in Match Magazine where the players got fitted out in fancy blue and white suits oh there was another maybe there's another one there was definitely one on the way back from the West Ham game like match were on the coach with them and the head the strip across the double page was called Stockport Bounty and <laughs> at least like, it's not gone for Shockport like, <laughs> proper like to crowbar that <laughs> yeah, yeah. and the, I remember how it finished was something like as Andy Much's horrible soft rock take plays on it's time for us to get off the coach <laughs> well, like, dead playlist see, this yeah. is why we got you on yeah. this. <laughs> exactly what we wanted <laughs> yeah but yeah Blackburn that, and those Romania shirts just add a certain something else to it yeah but you know, you know the, score, the story about the guy wearing one who's on the videos at the front there's a guy wearing a shirt isn't yeah there? but there's a few people Oh, is the crowd? Oh, no, um, no, but they're not county shirts. They, they are Romania shirts. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it's a leak that come out. Uh, the story I heard, it might be from Phil Brennan, possibly or whatever. But a guy had gone into the shop to buy some tap um, that day, and he'd seen them putting the numbers on. Right. What's going on here? Yellow shirt. And they said, "Yeah, Blackburn playing half blue, half white." So we haven't got a shirt to. It was before the days of third third kits. So we've, we've we've got these. And he immediately turned tail, went down to the Adidas factory shop. Um, pair mill and, and picked himself one up for that and it was that day they were right. doing it in the morning of that day because I remember again going back to Flinney's programme I spoke to Dave Jones I asked him about that and he said what, when he became manager in 95-96 what prop manager in 95-96 that um, he hated that white pinstripe kick that we had he said in his phrase was we look like a dog's dinner in it and he wanted us to get something proper so kind of Brendan Elwood got on it and he got us a contract with Adidas or probably Ballas was involved as well or whoever else was at the club at the time and um, Jones said that the Romania shirt was his it became apparent there was going to be a clash he said that he was the one who was behind the, the right. choice of the Romania shirt I presume Adidas just said okay 
we can do you one quickly. It's like this, this, or this, yeah. and they, they chose it. So. Well, they, they pro- I used to. I did my work experience in samples. I did us. Yeah. Um, so just had big like rows and rows of bloody warehouse with loads of different samples. So they would have just gone. Well, mm. that doesn't clash. Have yeah. that. Mm. What's interesting it, is that <clears throat> putting my shirt hat on for a moment. <laughs> shirt hat. Um, <laughs> you already got armchairs. That that is the the shirt that we used is obviously a Romania shirt. It's got the Romanian crest with our badge over it. It's got the Romanian FA in there. But it's a player issue Romania shirt. It's not a Romania shirt you could have gone and bought from the club shop. Yeah. There's a few differences from it, um, which mean it. Yeah, they've not just gone to what well, you know all sports at the time and bought it. They've they've got the player issue stock. If you look at the Euro '96 shirts that Romania wore, they are different from the um, the player issue ones. Two of the differences are the Romania flag at the back of the neck isn't there, the patch on the bottom right isn't there, and there's a third difference which I'm not going to. I'll tell you off air, but I'm not going to tell anyone just in case anyone tries to knock up. It's the only way I know for sure if it's a genuine Romanian shirt. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. <laughs> yes. You know this stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. We, we, we can post some pictures yeah. online of that. So it's Kevin Durkin's. Uh, that you've got. Yeah. yeah nice. um, the badge... The badge for that season actually gets a lot of bad press, but I like it. I'm going to be. I don't think anybody else around the table does. If I'm. It suits those shirts. Yes. Yeah. That's, uh, okay. I'm not willing to. Mind you, but at that point, that wasn't really the type of thing that bothered me. Now. Yeah. Yeah. No, I thought I just thought it looked cool. I thought I thought it looked it, like I think Dave Long said it's a mixture between QPR and Rangers yeah. at the time, but I quite like the Rangers one for some reason. Not at the time. Not 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 now. Not for any particular reason. Just thought it looked cool. But I, I, I thought the badge was good. I liked it. I'm not sure many people did. Controversial. <laughs> yeah, so let's move on. The game itself, just going to mention the game, we haven't talked about that, but um, it was another one where we matched them, I think. I don't know what you guys... You're all there, were you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 For, for my view, we matched them. Yeah. But then there was a, we got the goal and it was a bit fluky, well, a lot fluky. But then there was a period just after half-time for about 10 or 15 minutes when we could have got at least another two or three goals. We absolutely nailed them for that, for that period. And... People were looking afterwards and thought, you've got a 1-0 win with a, a fluky own goal. Did you really deserve that? And yeah, like with all these other cup games, we absolutely deserved it. And I think overall we were probably deserve, you know, the better team. Durkin at the near post, Angels just behind him. Oh, Angels there, so was Flowers, he's got it! It's the goal! And Angel will claim it! County lead! The other, the other thing I mentioned is the flare that everyone yes. remembers. Yeah. It wasn't a smoke bomb that you get the kids letting off these days. It was a proper, <laughs> you know, the Titanic's going down. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, was, I was right near that because it was right yeah. as well. Not the top, stands, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, that, the one thing you talked about before about going into a big stadium, the number of flights of stairs we had to go up to get to the, I was like yeah. absolutely dead on my feet. <laughs> but I was literally probably about seven rows from the back and I was about three or four rows behind where the flare went up. And the stewards just waded in. Instead of just thinking, hang on, he's holding that. Okay, let, let's let it burn out and then we'll nab him. They thought, no, we're going to dive in top of him. He'll probably drop it. He'll go in their handbag. Then he'll set that up. <laughs> <laughs> they literally had no idea of how to cope with it. They had the steward's instincts of just like, somebody's doing something I don't like, let's jump yeah, on him. Yeah. And it, you know, it, was, it was chaotic. But it, it, you're dead right, it was, it was iconic. Oh, yeah. And no yeah. one died. <laughs> no, not that day. <laughs> yeah, I remember it because it was um, just a quarter to eight kickoff. It was 
you know, most mid-week mid games are. And I kept looking back, I was in the lower turn, I kept looking back at the scoreboard. And in my head, it had the, the, the time rather than the minutes left of the match, yeah. or minutes played in the match. And I had it in my head, the game finished at 9.15 rather than 9.30 11. <laughs> uh, I could tell the time though so. yeah. <laughs> um, and it got to like 9.15 and I remember kind of thinking like, blow your whistle you like, bastard yeah, I was like, that, like, why is no one on edge like this and then it kind of like very quiet like, oh, yeah. idiot still had 20 minutes to go yeah. does anyone know what other massive footballing story took place that day that night in fact Played a date, twenty-second-of-October-nine-six-six-six-six-six-six-six-six-six-six-six-six-six-six-six-six-six-six-six-six-six-six-six-six-six-six-six-six-six-six-six-six-six-six-six-six-six-six-six-six-six-six-six-six
go past the house on the M62 up that hill. I've got to keep going back down to get momentum. Yeah, the five of them in this car. As a Tory, whenever I'm down in London and I find myself short of quail's eggs, I head down to Covent Garden to replenish my stock. And if I want eggs in Stockport, I head to at Covent Garden. 94 Lower Hillgate, in the heart of Stockport Old Town. Come and visit at Covent Garden for quality breakfast and lunch, fantastic coffee, cakes, light snacks, and above all, a friendly place with great service. Open match days. Yeah, we went yeah. in the Berlin as well, because I know at the time, I started writing this, and um, I think probably by that point I might have an, an agent. Because I actually got an agent who was, who was keen on getting it properly published. Didn't manage in the end, but... Um, and I was thinking, well, I need to make it a bit more interesting now. So it's not just like, get the coach, get the coach, do this. I need to find different ways of getting to away games. So I put a, a, an appeal out on the county mailing list and said, has anybody got to West Ham? Could you give us a lift? Because I thought, that's one of the ways I haven't done yet. I've driven myself, I've been on the coach, I've been on the train. I'll, I'll get a lift off somebody. So I got a lift down with, I uh, can't remember his name now, it? it'll be in the book. But we got there dead early and the balloon was empty. So he parked up quite nearby, got a pretty good parking spot and the uh, car facing facing home like you do yeah yeah we went in that balloon early and it was empty and like quite a few pints in there and the atmosphere built up and i think like you say county fans sort of gravitated towards that pub and uh yeah it was by the end it was jumping yeah and then uh yeah it was just time to go out you went down the street at the side is that that green street then then? the ground was on green street i think yeah i think you went took a right and went in and that brought you behind the main stand, I'm not sure, but uh, that was another really, really nice evocative old ground. That's it, we had the floodlights, and I remember it being, a because it was end of November now, so you're pretty getting into winter, it being a very, very dark sky, with kind of the, with the contrast of the lights, and that kind of magic that you only get from mm. a midweek cup game as an underdog at a big, and they, again, they were a good, yeah, good Premier yeah, League yeah. team, they, they weren't a bottom three, bottom no. four, they were yeah. probably a top ten Top eight, maybe Premier League. They had, they some, they had some players, didn't they? Yeah. I mean, and I, I remember at the time they were having some. Harry Redknapp that was having problems with some players like Florian Reddy Chayu, yeah. who didn't turn up for Fraz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they had they had their own problems. The Trafford Centre as well, wasn't it? Went no, Castle Street. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you, what you think about getting back to the game again. Um, I don't know what you remember, but I think that was one of the first times I was thinking we're not getting on a bit here. Mm. I did. I didn't really think we we dominated like we were doing other. I think we were well worth a draw. But we couldn't have complained if we'd have lost 2-1 by the odd goal in three or something like that. Yeah, I agree um, with that. But yeah. uh, most, a lot of the other games, most of the other games against teams above us, we, we absolutely dominated. Everyone gave, um, I think Dinning was announced as the scorer, wasn't it? Yeah, I was just going to say that, yeah, yeah, he was announced as the scorer. Because I was listening to it on the radio, on looking Signal, I think. I think it was on Radio Manchester, actually, or GMR as it was then. But yeah, you could hear him in the background. And yeah. The commentator said it was Gabacko but yeah, yeah he's yeah. really announcing the back thing Dinning. Dinning's and it sort of yeah. came out of nothing as well I think it was a defensive cock up yeah, yeah it was Dicks wasn't it Dicks, Dicks, Dicks sticking around the ball yeah. and he, it was his kind of a half tackle half you know intercepted pass yeah went past it oh now then now then Cavaco with half a chance oh what a beauty what a beauty well he picked up from the mistake by Dicks he jinked his way just inside the area. And Louis Caracco, what an inspired substitution has put county level. He didn't kind of slalom past three or four players. He didn't really get any yeah. tackle on him. Yeah. But then just bundled it in past McCloskoe. He, did, he, wasn't, he wasn't a clean shot. I bet when you're on the way home talking about that goal, he did slalom past him. Oh, <laughs> what a minute. He came out of nowhere, though, because I think we were one down, weren't we, at yeah. time? Yeah. They'd scored, there was like a massive roar from three sides of the ground, four sides because we only had half the thing. 
and you know we weren't dominating like we had done in other games. We were one down at Way West Ham, and you were thinking, yeah, it's probably going to stop. Yeah, yeah. And then they're, they're just coming out of defence slowly, probably building towards the next attack. Can we hang on? Suddenly, Cavaco's got it. Hang on, he fucking has scored. <laughs> you know, it literally was out of nowhere. And then after that, we I don't know, we went closer, but we we didn't seem in trouble. I don't think after. I, that. I can't I remember, remember us ever looking like scoring or mm, yeah, being exactly. a moment. Yeah. In terms of Cavaco, do you know when he made his debut? Bristol Rovers away was it? I don't know. Well, there goes that one. I think I was going to say, but was I? Yeah, because I was. I always thought he popped onto the scene two weeks before West Ham. Like he was kind of no doubt at the time. Because I remember he scored at Brentford in the, which I think was just before West Ham. Mm. Um, And I can't really remember him at any point before that. So I thought he was quite a newbie. But yeah, he made his debut in August. Yeah, I signed him. Didn't we play his team in Portugal? Portugal tour? We played against his team and then brought yeah. him back with us. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, I remember being on holiday in Newquay in August, so it must have been in you know middle of August, looking for a, a Portugal shirt because because of, because of him. Yeah, right, okay. I was like fifteen, had some spends, you know, holiday spends. Because that, that was post Euro '96 as well, and you were yeah. seeing West Ham signing like Radicoyu and Paulo Futre. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And was it was it Harry Redknapp who said his wife wanted to fuck him? I'm sorry, Redknapp, so he's quite quite to fuck Paolo Futre, yeah. Oh, right, okay, because yeah, he's a good, good looking lad. Right, yeah, yeah. Did the blue thing, and there was one for sale for like a tenner. It was like right. a, a chuckaway item in this football shirt shop. So I bought it, and um, it had obviously German advertising. They had a lot more than us in that. Had a case. different colour on it as well. Did it? Right. I didn't. I didn't. I don't know what happened to it. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I, I, t- I think I, I told you I, I sponsored Alan Finley, and I, I would have had one of the zigzag ones with fourteen on the back. That could have let you off. Can we talk about last time you were on? Well, I'm going to make another arm change. And I since found out that Burnley had. A similar template that season as well. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. Their yeah. away shirt was exactly the same as our home, right, yeah. and yeah. their home shirt was the same as our away shirt. The following, so Burnley's '96, '97 home shirt was claret and blue quarters. Yeah, yeah. Which was the same as our away shirt. Yeah. The following, following season, season yeah. yeah, yeah. The blue, white, and black. The, the, yeah, black and white quarter. Yeah, yeah, black and white. Yeah. Top stuff. So that was West Ham away. Oh, sorry, Cruz away was yeah. the same as our home shirt. As well. Yeah, but it wasn't Cruz home shirt. No, that was. The same as Spain's Euro '96 one, with like the three stripes down the left-hand side. Yeah, it was. Yeah, but yeah. The yeah. keeper shirts were all the same templates. It was like the green with the round neck collar. I'm such a fucking yeah. boring. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Orange one as well. Aren't yeah. They? yeah, got a match on. Yeah, I was going to say the green ones up there, the green goalie shirts up there. There there you go. In in the county arms on the wall. Is that also true? I was told this, and not true. It wasn't. Not. But the '96 '97 shirt. We were the only club where the straps went back over into the back. I of the think shirt. so. Yeah. Everyone uh, else, everyone else ended at the top the, seat. I mean, I've not put the hours in to verify. <laughs> really? That, but, <laughs> <laughs> the only one I've got a little bit of doubt on, what because it's quite an old template. That Ireland had it in USA '94. Yeah. When they beat, I think they wore it when they beat Italy. It was white with green yeah. fade. Mm. Um, possibly that bid. Right. But I don't, don't quote me on that. Um, YouTube, you can probably see that. Yeah. West Ham replay. Okay, so yeah, so we've drew with West Ham, and then we bring West Ham back to our place. Was this the first live telegame of the year? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
But was it was it was this one of the ones that was postponed first? No. Or was that Sam? It should have been. It was absolutely hammering it down. And it was Bullock was postponed, yeah. Yeah. It was it's what Sky, you know, would love as proper cup football yeah. and all that. Because you can remember, there's that, you know, the very famous clip of Flynn taking the throw yeah. for Dowie's yeah. thing. Yeah. And like the gutters of bust, yeah. the rain pissing he's, down. He's everywhere. absolutely soaked, yeah. the ground's soaked. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the floodlights reflecting in all the puddles. Yeah. West Ham fans in the open terrace. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. One of the biggest thing, like non-match memories I have from that night is the green laser. I was going to mention that myself. Yeah, it was because of um, I mentioned it because I think I mentioned it in here. Um, it was a pyramid, wasn't it? Which yeah. had not been opened that, that long. Ah, right. They a laser, <laughs> and some old old fella coming out of the ground said, "Is that the TV signal?" Because it was live. <laughs> and we, was it our first ever live game from Edgeley Park? Probably. It probably was, wasn't it? Yeah, QPR wasn't live, was it? Never been done. Yeah. It was yeah. probably the first ever live broadcast, and this this old fella thought the the green laser was the signal going back to London. <laughs> The, the thing that sticks out for me for that match was I, I, I was in my season ticket seat up a tier 4 JJ100 so you know <laughs> you can't remember that till the day I die but I just remember it it was full It was the, and it was the first time yeah. when a home match where it was full mm. so I had people sitting next to me can I get past you I'm just thinking where the fuck have you lot been yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah I still think that now when we get a big crowd I think yeah, the seat I had for that I think was the best seat I've ever had at Edgeley Park and it was either up a tier 4 or up a tier 5 but on the front row, you can, you can, there's a couple of rows on the front of the upper tier that you can kind of drop down a little bit. It's not just one complete AA, mm. if you know what I mean. Yeah. So we had the leg room, we had the, almost like the little ledge to sit on. There was no interrupted view. Brilliant. It was just, but it's slightly to the right of the goal. And I remember Kieran Durkin just like charging down that wing towards us, like throughout this would have been the second half. Um, yeah, brilliant, brilliant. What an atmosphere that was. Yeah. yeah. I was in the. Uh, in the pop side, behind uh, John Helm, the ITV commentator, who was watching on a monitor, and uh, he was doing the commentary that night. Because I think Granada showed the showed the highlights yeah. that night, and he was the commentator. Because obviously they just was Granada's they all had different companies covering games. They could say what they wanted, and uh, so obviously I, did, I didn't watch it on Sky. Did they have Sky at the time? No, I don't. But I didn't watch it on Sky. Watched highlights later, and I always remember at half time they were they were doing uh, they had a graphic up showing penalties, and they had stop ports. They were obviously practicing the penalties, but it couldn't have gone to penalties. Because yeah, it, it would, there was away goals involved, and I think away goals counted, but only after extra time. Well, well, hang on a minute. No, because it was a, uh, was it, it wasn't two legs, was it? No, it was a replay. It was a replay. replay yeah. So why would it? Why we were two one up? Ah, okay. So penalties might have been enough. Yeah, it, it, yeah. Sorry, yeah. it's not two legs, is it? That's why I'm getting confused. Yeah, but yes. hang on a minute. I, I'm confused now because if you were sat in the pop side and you were watching somebody on a monitor, where were they sat? Sat in the stand because they, they were just sat in the stand. Yeah. Sky were up in the gantry. Right, the, the, the scaffolding gantry that Fitzy put up. So what did it? How did, it, how did that work then? Because it wasn't like the days. We just took laptops. over about six seats, and yeah. uh, they had like a mixing desk, I think, monitor, John Elm with his microphone, and then Jesus. a producer with his headphones on yeah. next to him. And a fucking gen- like linked up to a generator somewhere or something. <laughs> <laughs> I presume it was plugged in, but wow. wow, I don't know. Yeah, bloody hell. Yeah, they were literally sat in the stand doing his commentary. Yeah. That's cool. That I remember when Dix scored. That was, I thought. Yeah. Oh, I thought that. Yeah. Yeah. But then it turned so quickly. You know, it was it wasn't quite as quick as the Southampton mm-hmm. replay goal. No, first, first game, game right, yeah. goals, but it was probably two in four minutes or something, yeah, yeah. two in five. Yes, yeah. and yeah, after that again, I don't really. I was always kind of nervous that because two one, you're always nervous, but I don't ever remember there being a shit. That was the moment we've got yeah. away with it. It, really it never really came. I think, I think that few minutes where I scored both the goals. That was the first time as a football fan. 
you know when you're screaming and jumping so much you lose it that you, yeah you just you, you, you feel like it's going to explode <laughs> yeah. you're getting chest pains and everything <laughs> and then the same thing that happened to me against Curzon Ashton when Grant Taylor scored for Benny Moore just bench, I had to have a good sit down honestly <laughs> but I don't ever for the, for the West Ham game or any of these games so far I don't remember particularly for the West Ham one because they were the best opposition we'd seen I don't remember anybody on their team giving me the shits so to speak, you know, like Wolf to Top. Worry me. Like Patissier or Janine. Exactly. exactly. Those yeah. were the ones I was going to come back to. Yeah, but yeah. at West Ham, there wasn't anyone like that. I don't. I don't remember anyone. Th- I think when they got on the ball, thinking shit, he's on the ball. Yeah. Funny in a funny way, I think maybe the the, the the state of the pitch helped us in that in that respect. But I was just going to say before when you were talking about how wet it was, I, I, I I've got the, the view that it didn't help us because we were such a good footballing side. Yeah. But yeah. we were better able to cope with it on the night, perhaps. Yeah. Because um, I don't I don't think that pitched us any favours, even though we we still. You know, got up in the end. Um, I think we played Brentford after one of the cup games and lost on a real, real. That was after the Southampton. Yeah, and it, just, it was just rolled sand at that point, and the pitch was awful. Uh, it's probably down to this kind of weather that they've been getting just before Christmas and just after. That was I remember that the Brentford game. Yeah, we played Southampton away at the Dow, and then we played Brentford at home. I think Brentford were top possibly at that point. Is that where Cavaco did his leg? No, that, that was, was Watford. Watford. I was Watford. Um, so Brentford was, I think, first weekend of February. Well, we were unbeaten for about 20-odd games, and that was the first defeat in a long quite, time. We'd, last game we'd lost was Shrewsbury. So it's, it's probably, given the cup games, it probably was 20. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was one of those classic, there's about 8,500 came for a league game. We'd been on national news and everything, big yeah. news, and then we bowled it up and lost 2-1. They had that... Carlos Arba playing for them, who mm. always seem to be yeah. like the perennial top end of league, of third tier football. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, was, he was the guy. He was another one at Mansfield. Isaac Christie. Christie. Isaac, yeah. He was another one who always seemed to be too good for the level they were yeah. at. Great signings yeah. on Championship Manager. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, they went on and really hit the heights. No, anywhere. no. Brentford really fell away, didn't they? Because we just look at the final. Uh, Table, they didn't get in the playoffs, did they? Well, they finished fourth. Oh, did they finish fourth in the end? Very much so. Did they lose to Crewe? Not sure. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. They were also in the playoffs. Uh, Brentford, Luton, Bristol City, and Crewe. I'm pretty sure Brentford lost to. I, if I had to back right. one of those, I yeah. would say Crewe beat Brentford. In who the were final. in the who were in the sixth position? So whether they just got up there and had momentum? Because Luton Luton fell away, didn't we? We went past Luton yeah. with the Chesterfield win. Because that always felt like that could have been a bit of a shootout for promotion, didn't it? Yeah. The yeah. Luton game. Yeah. In the end, it was a bit of an anticlimax because yeah. there, was, there was a chance of the, of the title, but Betty were at home to Melbourne. Yeah, Melbourne. But we were top for about 20 minutes, weren't we? Yeah, we when scored. Cooper scored. Yeah, yeah penalty. Yeah. Yeah. Seven minutes in or something. Yeah. 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 I, I, I always thought of that game, Betty were never going to lose. I, I didn't mm. yeah. seriously think we had a chance of the title. They'd only conceded something like five goals at home all season, hadn't they, Betty? Yeah. That year. It was something, you know. Yeah, this was ridiculous. You were never ever going to lose it. Yeah. But yeah, going to the home game. So, so, and Chris Marsden shirts here. Who scored our equaliser then? 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 Who scored our equaliser is it Brett Angel, if I remember right? His own goal. It's West Ham. Yeah. Yeah, Angel scored the second. Sorry, Angel scored. Sorry, yeah, yeah, sorry. It was the Ian Dowie goal. Yeah, the Ian goal was the equaliser. Do we cut that bit out? I'm ashamed of myself. So, just for the listeners, we've got 
Brett, uh, Chris Marsden and Alan, Alan Armstrong's match-worn shirts from the West Ham game. No hair dye from that on. season. From that season, yeah. right? They didn't wear separate sleeve badges, did they, for cup games? No, no, still the nation well. Yeah. So those could well be worn in those games. I'm saying yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how many would they have had? Yeah. Do, do you know what? How many? Probably not many. Have many. Have they probably went many. through. Yeah, they would have for definite a minimum a long sleeve and a short sleeve. Flinny um, said he never ever in any game ever wore long sleeves. Yes. So any number five, people say it's Mike Flynn match one. It's not. He never ever wore a long sleeve. Mm. Um, they probably they might have had two or three. Yeah. At best, but they are well worn those shirts. Yeah. With an away one. From sleeve patches on that shirt. Oh yeah. yeah. Completely worn away. Yeah. Anyway. So I had a fair bit of wear out of that one. Yeah. So just just for Nick's benefit, yeah. Um, Ian Dowie. Ian Dowie like scored Ian the own goal. Yeah, he scored the quiz. Nick, when you do a quiz, don't use that question. It's not a good question. I think it was Alan, Alan Parry did all the commentaries for us on Sky. Yeah. It was never Martin Tyler. No. Um, and I, I can still almost here because I've watched them so many times yeah. it was, it's an own goal from Dowie and an extraordinary one at that is yeah. the line Alan Parry used <laughs> and yeah amazing and Andy Gray was co-com one yeah. see Andy, Andy Gray yeah Andy Gray see I yeah. always remembered him as being dead condescending towards us but having watched it back it was, think, it was no, I, th- I think he was in the Southampton match I remember watching that back yeah. very recently thinking fucking what, what's he I about? think in the, home, in the home game he was very um, like gushing about um, Alan's goal because we played it around really well Angel mm. took it down and then just passed it to Alan who put it past Besson and he was very like this isn't you know some lower league donkeys mm. pushing yeah. it up this is extraordinary really really good positive football I know in the fanzine we had people um, who were sort of implying that he'd taken us to his heart almost and it's probably I think you're right backs up what you were saying um, I, I, yeah I don't get the impression he was condescending particularly but I get the impression he was genuinely excited. Like when we scored at Southampton, he was really excited about yeah. it, which he would be anyway. You know, unless it's against your team, it's a low division team winning away with, you know, I don't know maybe, behind again against this. Maybe I have to watch it again, but yeah. I'm, I'm I swore when I watched it back because I, I went, I went to the away match. We'll cover that, but I remember the first goal and the second to a certain extent. There was there was, there was an element of luck in, the, in in it, wasn't there? Especially the first one where it got sort of accidentally got played through to Angel. And he was all, you know, and he was there. And I just remember him and Andy Gray when I listened to it back or watched it back, him really going, playing on the look of it. Mm. I mean, he was lucky, you know. Yeah, he, yeah. It was a ball that wasn't going through unless it took a bit of a yeah. bit of a nick. But yeah. yeah, I'll have to watch that back again. Maybe I've, maybe I've got that wrong because I don't like Andy Gray. But there you go. Was Andy Gray involved with Wickham? Yeah, he was on the board or something, wasn't he? He was. And do you ever remember him having a having a spat with our fans on their message board? No. He, he, he literally, and it was. Incredibly unprofessional. I'm not going to say any more than that. <laughs> no, I'm sure he won't, won't be listening. But he was basically just having a go at fans, just like just like a normal fan. Which, in a sense, is you know fair play. Yeah. You're clearly a fan, but you know you're also a director of the club. Here, <laughs> opposition fans to fuck off. Yeah, he was. Yeah, it was, uh, it was after after this year, definitely. I think it might be the next time we played them uh, on the way down or whatever. Yeah, but yeah, that Alan Parry's voice, like whenever it's I hear that, now, it's straight it? back yeah. to. Mm. 96, 97. Yeah. yeah. I think you do feel, or I certainly do feel 
a good feeling towards people who, who, who behave that way when county are winning. You know, yeah. whoever's commentating on the county winning sounds as though they're excited and happy about it. Yeah, you've gone right up in my book. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's definitely things. I think I might have mentioned the podcast again as well, but uh, Paul Merson went right up in my estimation when he was on some kind of documentary. I don't know if it was a documentary about boozing or, or, or Gaza or one of the other subjects that <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he gets asked to go on documentaries for. But he, I remember him saying he was talking about he played in time for Middlesbrough and he was playing us. And he actually said, Stockport County. He didn't say Stockport. Yes. I said Stockport County. I thought, you'll do for me. Yeah. You said yeah. the full name. Yeah. How anybody else does that? They'll sort of say, oh yeah, we were playing at Stockport, we won 4 0, or Stockport came and beat us. No, he said Stockport County, and I thought, just daft things like that. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, he was on quickly, Kevin, and mentioned the same thing. Yeah, did the same then, called the Stockport County. It could have been that, I'm yeah. thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it probably was actually. Because yeah. that, that was the season when, yeah, it was just our first season in what was in Division 1, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. And they'd actually hired. Like they were paying his brother a wage to come and just keep him out of trouble. Sort him out, so yeah. His brother was getting like 400 quid a week just for sitting around watching telly. Because <laughs> we played Borough as part of the Alan Armstrong deal, didn't we? Yeah. Like the season after. Because. Mm. Was that when Gascoigne played? Gascoigne played. Gascoigne played. It was yeah. absolute we quality, wasn't it? It was one of our first home game, not the first, but a very early game in our first season in Division 1. We played Borough on a Tuesday yeah, they come down, they? and they bought all the superstars with them and we drew with them, one all. And then we played them again in a friend, and then we played at the Riverside and they beat us. And I think they went up that year. And then we played them again in a pre-season the following year because they bought Alan Offal's yeah. six months early. And that's the one Gascoigne. That's one yes. Gascoigne. The pitch was, I remember the pitch being immaculate and Gascoigne after the, after the match went, um, he said... If you can't play on that, you can't play on anything. Yeah. It's like, oh, cheers, mate. You, you'll do for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's his words. <laughs> I don't think he was, he was as fit as he'd been in his peak. But he, he, no, he but he controlled, controlled the game. Yeah, yeah. 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 As, as, he, as he sort of went one way, everybody went, including <laughs> the ground, including everybody in the stands. And then as he went the other way, we went, we're the other way. <laughs> like you mentioned Merson, because he's the one I always give as the example of that. When he was player manager at Walsall mm. in 04, 05. And I know we were abysmal. He, he scored past us, did he? I don't think he scored. Did he not? Maybe, maybe, mm. but he was probably 38, 39, put a bit of weight on, couldn't run. He barely left the centre circle, but man of the match by a mile. Yeah. Ran the game, everything went through him, and they won 1 0. Yeah. I also thought the same of, uh, of Callum Palmer when you know, he, he, he looked the part. And um, what was it, his first game? Norwich on telly, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. On, on the old ITV digital. Yeah, on Thursday night. And uh, yeah, I thought he clearly is a guy who's played at the top level. And I know everyone slagged him off for England and said, What should England team we had at that point? Because even Bloody Carlton Palmer guy, he played for England. He played for England. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think it's one of like four England managers picked him or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a quality player. Yeah. He, he knew what to do with the football. And you could see, even down at our level, on you know when his career was going down, like everybody's does when you get older or whatever, but he's still got the football brain, yeah. the football legs. And even if you're not as fit as you once were, like Gascon in that. Yeah. You know where the ball needs to go, you know how to control the ball, you can control the game. I still say that about Palmer, that it didn't work out from his manager, and you know, he's obviously put his version of events whatever, and we'll, we'll never know. It's probably somewhere in the middle. But as a player, largely, he yeah. was a, an asset for us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. the odd moment when he kind of lost it, but as a player, he was he did a job. He was on our quickly, Kevin, not long back, and came across really well. Obviously, because it's a 90s podcast, it didn't cover his time with us, yeah. but it just comes Especially when he was when he was first coming through as a young player, because everyone was telling him he'd never make it. That, that's why he comes across so arrogant, I think, because he just had to he had to convince himself basically yeah. that that he could do it. Yeah, not a lot of time for him. I know yeah. uh, a lot of people slagged him because of his playing career, and 
he suffered from that particular England team under Taylor in the, in the yeah. early 90s it wasn't a golden era but at the end of the day he still played for his country mm-hmm. not many people can say, can say that so moving on then to Southampton at home in the next round we've, we've dispatched of West Ham never been in the, well, I, don't, I think at that point we'd never been past that point in, the, in any cup do you know no. this is proper diving into the nerd <laughs> When, on the way back from West Ham... Who scored the own goal for West Ham? <laughs> <laughs> on the way back from West Ham... So the first game down at Upton Park, the draw for the quarterfinals made. So it was West Ham or Stockport yeah. will play Southampton or... Do you know who the all was? No, no. Oh, no. God. I, I, is it another lower team? Is it Lincoln? No. Did we with W? No. no. Did we begin with L? No. no. <laughs> Does it begin with G? <laughs> I think we were like Oh, I don't have. Southampton or Oxford. Um, so obviously, I don't know anything about what happened in that game. But Southampton beat Oxford, and then they came to us, and it, that was the first one that had been. That was a scheduled Sky game, the first leg, but it was postponed mm. um, and pushed back to the week after. Because it was a fr- frozen pitch rather than wet. But then when we played them on the when it went ahead, it was another. It was wet, yeah, that farce of a pitch, wasn't it? Yeah, but, and we were and uh, I think it was Toddy made a mistake for their first goal. He, yeah, yeah, and Austin Austin burst through, slotted it through Jones's legs, and you're like, that's pretty. Then even there, Austin's that equaliser to make it two each. Even that seemed to take an eternity. Took a deflection on the way, yeah, and I think Jim missed it a clearance that. Eventually made its way to Washington Staff mm. for their second goal. I think it's very scrappy. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Um, Whereas our two goals were just they wouldn't have looked out of place at the highest mm. level. Oh it? yeah. No. I mean that, that the Cavaco goal is still my favourite county goal ever. And that was two in a minute. Yeah, yeah. 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 Literally yeah. was straight from the kickoff, yeah. wasn't it? So was it was the one was Angel the Angel scored there? Yeah. And he just curled it down. And the second one was a fantastic cross that he just flicked into the short, I think. And then yeah, Cavaco little dive kind of thing, yeah, um, bottom corner. And then you know we've talked about there's never been a moment where you know what I'm going to say. There's never a moment <laughs> yeah. where you thought, oh shit, we've lost it here, or we've got away with one. Mm. That, yeah. it came to Letitia. Everyone in the ground <laughs> could see Letitia stood there on his own. It went to him. It's like, don't give it. And then it went over Jones. That's for me, like my favourite Mike Flynn career moment. It was a goal, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a goal. Well, yeah. did, didn't Letitia say afterwards if, if it had seen Flynn? Because he didn't see him, he'd have done something different. Because right. he had the goal. No, no one saw Flynn. Well, that's he it. Like, that's what he just came out. You know, sat in my seat to see it again. I fucking didn't see him. And I was like, yeah. you could see the whole fucking picture. Yeah. You know, it's unbelievable. Because he did what, what was right in the circumstances, yeah. which was to lift it over over Jones. He probably, you know, gave him the eyes. He went down. Yeah, Jones went down a bit too easy. He did a little dink over it. <laughs> You know, 99 times out of 100, you'd, you'd have scored. Yeah, that's about 99 times out of 100, you're not played by Flynn. Yeah. But that, that, that smile on, on yeah. Flynn's face is getting up. To, to their fans as well. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And, and they showed that on, on the, 
the Sky coverage, but I've never seen it afterwards because I don't think they ever. There's a clip on YouTube. Is there? Right. Of them actually doing the big. It's something. It's from like the Sky News regular news bulletin right, right now, and it's a very very seen, quick yeah. roundup of yeah. it. Um, yeah, and it whizzes through the goals, yeah. and then it shows this. It's the first time I'd ever seen it. Right. Um, and it's just as good as you remember. <laughs> Yeah. Which is this the South? Is the Southampton game the one where Jones saved a shot that hit the mud, changed its trajectory, and had to readjust? Was that was that the Southampton at home? Or was that West Ham at home? Do you remember that? I don't remember that. Oh, everyone remembers the goals, don't they? But no one remembers the saves. <laughs> I remember. Oh, bloody it's a bit ahead a little bit. The life the, of a goalkeeper. With the Borough game, there was, I think Jones saved one or parried it. It got stuck in the mud. And then there was about six players converged on it. Yeah, and I yeah. think it was Rab- that was Ravinelli's goal, I think, wasn't it? When he just bundled yeah, he just, it in. Yeah, he yeah. just bundled it in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mikel yeah. Beck got yeah. second. Yeah, yeah. But I don't, I don't remember. Do you what remember that? I'll get, a, I'll get, I'll get that on a, I'll get that on a clip and send you a link to the actual place. It's quite cracking save. With the, with the South, the funniest clearance against Southampton. It's a bit of a Mandela effect thing for me because I, I was always sure that he stuck two fingers up at the Southampton fans <laughs> behind the goal. No, I don't. Well, I don't having, think... having seen it on the clip you mentioned, I'm not too sure. I think yeah. he stuck his tongue out, didn't he? Did he? Right. Yeah. For some reason, I just always imagined he'd give him a bit of that. <laughs> <laughs> it's always that kind of thing. Print the truth or the legend yeah. or myth or the legend. I thought you'd yeah. myself. Yeah. <laughs> Question for you both. If you could recreate one sporting moment and be there doing it yourself, what would it be, Russ? Winning put in the nineteen ninety two Open Championships to replicate Nick Faldo. Golf then. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah I, I, I don't know, not my thing. But you do. Well, as amateur, as you well know, so I go and watch cricket. Um, and I was there along with John Billsbury, friend of the podcast, oh, yes. uh, the Tea Party podcast, and we were both there when uh, Ben Stokes hit the winning runs in the Headingley Test on that famous Sunday a couple of months ago. So I would uh, recreate that. Even I watched that. <laughs> I'm going to have to go for a county moment now, then, aren't I? Um, top of my head, Glenn Taylor's header for Spennymore <laughs> against Chortley. All the way. Get it. So why have you asked us that, Ernie? Because it's a little message from our new sponsors, the Players' Entrance in Merseyway, Stockport, where you can go and recreate many sporting moments. And it's run by a county fan. That's, I mean... And it's got Darren Stevenson on the wall. There's a mural of Darren Stevenson on the wall. Doing an overhead kick, I believe. Doing an overhead kick. I'm going to go for it. I don't want him doing that. Was he actually doing an overhead kick like as a model for the picture? I don't know. Or the picture I've seen with him, he's got his broken leg, so, or whatever he's done. Maybe that's how he broke it. Maybe. <laughs> Every game was live on telly from this point, wasn't it? The West Ham replay, both Samson games, yeah. and both Middlesbrough games. Middlesbrough on the right TV. Well, yeah. But the first leg was national. Yeah. The second leg was only in the regions because yeah. it, they thought yes. it was done. But it would have been there, national yeah. if it was yeah. still alive. If we'd have had a 1 0 win or something, it would have gone national for the second leg. Bloody hell. Yeah, Brian Moore was the commentator yeah. when you see that. Yeah. Right. Remember the well, well, we'll talk about rule when we get to the Yeah, yeah. Let's so, go to the Dell. Yeah, so we've Oh yeah, so there yeah, yeah, so Southampton at home, then we go to the Dell away. Um so the Southampton at home match they were played dead quick after each other, weren't they? Within the week. Within the same week? No, well we were thinking it was a Tuesday week. Tuesday, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I re- I remember begging my mum to go to this. because yeah. um, this would have been a full day off school for me. Um, and my mate, you know, managed to club the money together, and my mate paid for paid for the pies and shit, which was which was good. Cheers, Jacko. Um, best man at his wedding. Have you, <laughs> is this the first time you thanked him? Um, <laughs> it probably is actually. <laughs> <laughs> thinking about it, um, and I got a note written for me as well. All right. 
because I missed the full day. Um, well, saying, how come your school is going to the football? No, no, it will because I missed the day. We just, I just missed the day of school, and then we went into went into school the next day into PE and moose the, uh, the the PE thing. My, my letter said, and he read it out in front of everybody. <laughs> yeah, Russell was up uh, suffering with an upset stomach. It's like fucking hell Jesus Christ it's always the runs isn't it yeah my dad used to do that when I was off, off, off school so if I don't say how he got the runs got the runs yeah you you can, he's got a stomach you can never prove it wrong because yeah, it was a one week turnaround between the two Southampton games it's not like we had some run of the mill easy you know routine home game in between it's Birmingham away in the fourth round of the FA Cup yeah really? in between the two Southampton games, games. And we, beat, so, and we beat them, didn't we? No, we lost three. Yeah, yeah, did we? It was um, Stoke. We beat Stoke. We beat Stoke. Away. Last ever cup game at the Victoria Ground. We beat them in the fog. If you right. managed to see, yeah. talk about YouTube, if you ever managed to see oh, yeah. that game, the second goal, our second goal, it's got the most hilarious attempt at saving the ball <laughs> by the Stoke goal you've ever seen. Talk about keepers. <laughs> oh, oh, you remember this one? Yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> literally hit the net before he starts his dive. Yeah. It's Tommy Shilton on penalties. <laughs> <laughs> It's comically funny. You actually see it. It's like the most token attempt afterwards for the keeper who thinks, shit, I better dive. It's <laughs> touched the net before he actually launches. It's hilariously funny. Try and, try and dig out. <laughs> and, oh, it off. Yeah. and that was the second goal, which like confirmed a 2 0 win, wasn't it? It was like yeah, really light, light, injury light, time yeah. on a foggy night. So you, I, remember, I remember, so obviously written a letter, all that stuff. I remember getting to the ground. Do you remember, do you, remember the, you used to do the little interviews with Sky yeah. before the match? They came and interviewed me and my mate Jacko. Um, and they said, said what, what do you think about that? So they asked me first. So I, I gave like, um, I, I thought I was doing a, like a championship manager pretty much fucking, <laughs> um, like pretty much that interview. So I did this thing, dead boring. Yeah, I think, I think if we get it to, uh, to Durkin and cross it in, we could score. Blah, blah, blah. That's, I remember saying it. <laughs> and then he went to my mate Jacko. He's going to kill me for this. Went to my mate Jacko and he sat, he sat having a big like shout down this microphone. <laughs> Uh, the best is yet to come, boys! Ah! <laughs> and I'm stood there looking at him going, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I, I, I don't think they put it out because I've seen the, I've seen the, I've seen it back and it's never been shown. So unless he showed it on Sky Sports News that night or something, I've no idea. But they, they did me did that to me on the um, Palmer's first game, the Norwich game on, on the Thursday night. Yeah, uh, TV. Kevin Keegan who was doing the thing. But yeah, Kevin Keegan was stood next to whoever was asking the question. Really? Yeah, he was out in the street. Would you love it? So yeah, yeah, but obviously I don't know if it ever got on and I don't think ITV Digital has still got the tapes anywhere. So. No. Oh yeah, remember that. Remember that vividly. We were up a tier, yeah. We were up a tier and I remember being like three three seats away from, from the, the stairs and there was a copper stood there. He stood there the whole match with his mate. Um, I give I give it the V's to the to the Southampton fans that are in that thing there, um, and he, I remember he just tapped him on the shoulder and he went, "Just be careful what you're doing with your hands while there's a policeman stood next to you." It's like, uh, sorry. Yeah, it's uh, oh, well, it's yeah, reasonable copper in, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he could have done a lot Did worse. Did you give but... a clip round the ear for scrumping out? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and in, in that match again, I remember I remember just being really nervous every time Latis got the ball. Yeah. Well, again, every we time went, we went and it was what was it the third time we'd done it or the fourth one down and came back yeah the scored that first goal and the, the class with which he did it he just like brought a ball down and just thought thump yeah goal goal and uh we scored two in this in the in that same end so we won nil down at half time again weren't we yeah we yeah come back as quickly but we came back from one nil down to win yeah but the thing i remember about that talking about what we were talking about before with ben 
was there was another flare there. Yeah, I was going to say there was another flare, yeah. And this time... That was in the lower, wasn't it? It was in the lower. Yeah, yeah. It was a wooden stand, not a, not a new concrete one. And rather than just jumping on him and causing ructions, they just let it burn out, the stewards. And I don't think they even... That's the best way of dealing with I don't think they even nicked the guy who did it. He's just like, oh, he's got a flare, has he? Okay, right. Has he got? Yeah. Just put, get on with it. I do remember being a bit disappointed with the ground as well, compared to what we'd been to, yeah. like yeah. Sheffield and Blackburn. Thinking, thinking that that stand at the end is a bit weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, there's two so seats, one end, and yeah. about a million seats the other end. Well, because they had road, the, the roads around the ground were at an angle, yeah. Weren't they? So yeah. both of the end stands were wedges, and then both the side stands were pretty narrow. The one we were in was what, fifteen rows, if that? Yeah, twenty rows maybe. Yeah. Um, it was a quality play on a Tissier, though, wasn't it? Oh I God, mean, yeah, yeah. It's just only it? eight caps for England as well. Well, we s- I remember singing to him. I don't, I don't know if you remember. We sung to him, "You'll never play for England." When he came yeah. up to, to take a corner, and he just looked as he went. <laughs> Look, sorry for the listeners. He, he nodded and said, "Yes, I will." Yeah. Um, but and I think he got selected for the England squad like the very next time they picked. The right. squad. See, that, 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 that's so lovely. I love that kind of thing. You know, he's, he's got a sense of humour. He'll, he'll, you know, he'll integrate with the fans and what have you. And like. Russ has just alluded to he's then pissing all over his legacy with let's remember the good times because the club uh, county put out all the classic games during lockdown didn't they yeah. and the Southampton away game went on I think you know, one of our fans tweeted him saying like the test like ha ha remember this kind of thing and he responded saying like yeah we deserve to lose stop Portland much to the better side yeah he responded saying, Jet fuel can't melt steel beam. <laughs> <laughs> I also remember as well, he talked about the TV coverage. You ever look at it again? On the pitch, the county players are going mad, they're hugging, they're you know, and the city is making a point of going to each one of them and yeah. shaking their hands. Yeah. He's not he's not seeing his ass, he's not going off. He's just recognising, yeah, like you just said in the, in the tweet, he's recognising they're beaten by a better team, and he's man enough and big enough. Yeah. Why, Matt? Why, why, why are you doing this? <laughs> Get off Twitter. <laughs> Like laid into his teammates in the changing room, didn't they? Yeah. After that, yeah. but I'm not going back to Alan Parry. I remember him saying, not word for word, but something like, "Once we went into the lead, like you really did run out of superlatives to describe this stop yeah. or what this stop poor team are doing." Mm. Um, and he was right. You know, we were that was the third Premier League team we'd beaten. Yeah. Um, you know, the big thing I remember about yeah. about that, um, the way the goals went in, particularly, was that the second goal went in. And I could have sworn afterwards it was with about 20 minutes to go. And it was like 82, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It was not a lot of time. And I remember at the, at the, at the ground being amazed when I looked at my watch. I thought, Christ, oh, they, they didn't have boards in those days. But you know, it was clearly getting towards injury time. And uh, I didn't realise it was that close to the end that we'd gone 2-1 up. And I, I would have been a lot more confident. I was, again, because back to what we were saying before, I was confident anyway um, because of the way we were playing. And how does Andy Watch feel? Probably the easiest goal that he will ever score, or has ever scored, and it might well take his Stockport, or be taking Stockport, into the semi-finals. Well, you run out of superlatives, really, to describe what Stockport County have achieved. And there's, that, there's that shot from distance the, the that almost curved in. He sliced it, not yeah. sliced it, but hit across it, didn't he? Yeah. 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 yeah, we used the... Uh, it looks all the way like the, the fan in the crowd. The, fan, the Fat Saints fan afterwards, yeah. Yeah, yes. the yeah. 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 <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think I, I talked in, in, in the book about um, how I wangled that one. I was, I was working again for the Ministry of Defence I talked about earlier. Um, we used to, I used, I used to be a computer programmer, and in those days, we used to deliver software on floppy disks. And we, we wrote a program that was self contained on the floppy disk to, to contain payroll data that get posted out to Ministry of Defence establishments throughout the country. They would run a computer which would unlock unlock the program on the disk, they'd enter the data, seal it, and post it back. 
<laughs> that, that was that was high tech in those days. Yeah, yeah. So one of the um, army depots or whatever it was was in Portsmouth that we wrote this software for. So I went to my boss and said, "Look, I'm going anyway. I'm going to go, but leave. However, should I make it a works trip?" And he went for it. So I got my entire nice one. For, oh, I got I got petrol allowance. Which was like you know thirty odd p a mile, so I made mm-hmm. a profit on the petrol. <laughs> I stayed in a really posh hotel, Botley Grange. I think I found out later what it was, and uh, had a night in a hotel. Watched the game that night. Drove back the next day, two days off work, and got paid for it, and made a little profit on the on the petrol. Nice. And we won. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I took my brother with me. Who would have been? Uh, when was he born? Was he nine, seven, nine? Probably your age. Right. Probably uh, maybe a year older than you, and um, he sneaked up to the to the room. Because it was just a room for one person, and so I took the mattress off the bed, put it on the floor. I had that for the night, and he had the. He had the uh, you, need the ca- you should have. Been, you need to be careful, mate. You've got <laughs> young boys sneaking up to your room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, we, we also um, listened to Danny Baker phoning after the game, driving back to the hotel from from the Dell, and uh, he was singing our praises because he said, "You're just a good team. Yeah, this isn't a shot." You're, I like Danny Baker. I always, yeah. 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 Millwall fan as well. Like, no, he supports a proper proper club as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I don't know if he saw the Millwall game because he used to do an evening show, which obviously I was listening to. But if it started about ten, he may have seen the Millwall game where we absolutely tore them a new one. Yeah. And it was four three. Could have been five nil. Um, so he just knew he'd seen us. Mm. Just knew we were, we were we were a good team. So it was, yeah, it was one of my favourite away trips that for various reasons. I'm that, assuming that's we know my what, favourite. Um, yeah. What Dave Jones said to Andy much before he went on. <laughs> You're riding me new car, Sonny. Yeah. <laughs> what did he say? I don't know. That. He, had a, he had a new car. Was it a Ford? Were you sponsored by Ford? Oh, was it the Ford Probe? Ford Probe, it was. <laughs> oh, the yeah. most tremendously named car there's ever been in car history. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but I, uh, as he's been giving up Sean, Dave Jones promised to be riding his car when he can borrow his car. Alright, that's alright, Nick's Alan Armstrong's yeah. goal. Yeah. <laughs> Where is Andy Watch now? Did I hear anything? About him. I, he had a brief spell in management, didn't he? Is he is he poorly? I think he might be poorly. I'm not sure. Might be wrong on that actually, but I swore I saw something. Check that out and cut that bit out if he is. <laughs> or if he isn't. What's the best Andy Much moment in counting the game? Yeah, yeah, yeah scoring yeah. one nil Burnley. So we 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 beat Southampton then. Um, again, shitting myself as Letitia got every every. Every time we got the ball, um, and then we got Borough. Um, Another one that was rained off. It was, yeah. I was, I was, my birthday. That was. That, I remember it being rained off and being absolutely gutted that it was rained off because I psyched myself up for it, you know, mm. at school and stuff, and just thought, oh, fucking gutted. Um, well, no, I remember it being cause again. It was the ITV. It was, it was biblical as well, wasn't it? Proper. Yeah, you yeah. Know, national tally, national tally, and I think the. They went to the news about half six to the reporter there saying you know, there's a pitch inspection and all that. And the thing, I can't remember who it was, but I remember the thing that sticks in my head. All the local advertising boards had gone and they were changed to things like Nintendo Switch. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I don't know, probably some beer or something or whatever. The, yeah. Um, There's another level like right, from the sky coverage, which yeah. is exciting. The like, yeah. There's cameras, look, a camera there and a camera yeah. there. And then it's another level. This is national. And, right. the, and they had the little makeshift studio. Yeah, yeah next yeah, to the yeah, yeah. stand. Yeah. yeah. It was John Barnes in the end, wasn't it, in there? Yeah. 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 You can see his jacket from the other side. Yeah. yeah. It was Bob Wilson, I think, wasn't it? The Zanker. Probably, yeah. And I went so on that point, yeah. But Kevin Keegan, did he do both legs? I'm not sure. I just remember John Barnes. He probably signed up for it. Or with the commentary. 
Okay. Okay. I, I think he was on commentary. He was up in Fitzy's scaffolding thing. Yeah. <laughs> was it Fitzy's that? Well, no, it wasn't. Yes, I think yeah, it was. Was it? Sweet. I I waved at John Barnes when when it actually went ahead, and he waved back at me. I was like, Oh my god, John Barnes waved at me. Well, Brian, I remember that. Brian, that like Brian Moore, the the voice of football. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My favourite commentator. Commentating yeah. on county, like being at county, commentating on it, amazing. I think yeah. we knew in enough time that I was able to get home, and you guys were, and saw what they did at eight o'clock. They went across to the ground live when, yeah. the, when the program should have started, quarter to eight probably, and. Just had a little five minutes where they said it's been rained off. Unfortunately, we'll now show big or whatever the yeah. film was. And it's clips of the referee like rolling the ball yeah. up the park. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the old. They're all walking around, shaking their head and all that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think they did show film because obviously he's out I always, time. I always had it in my head because a few people have said big, so it must be, and I've just got it wrong. But I always thought it was the Poseidon Adventure. Yeah, I remember it was the same night as United played Arsenal. At Highbury, and Ian Wright and Peter Schmeichel had a big. Oh, was yeah, that that? Yeah. I think Ian Wright went in. They went in, yeah, yeah, went in. Yeah, Michael, yeah. didn't they? Yeah. Schmeichel pretty much released the ball. Um, <laughs> it was that. Because remember, obviously, we got back from. I don't. I think. I think we were on our way to Stockport. Called off. We got back. Um, so I watched the United game instead on Sky. Uh, but I, I would. I'd love to know. I don't know how you would possibly. There must be some TV regional. Tom Bennett, who had such a terrific game and is much waiting for it. So the skipper's going to take it. Running Armstrong, played in the game. And a, and a superb goal! And it's Connery who scored it. An unbelievable start for Stockport County. TV archive. There's got to be, yeah. Somewhere. But I. I always thought it was Poseidon Adventure that was on, rather than Big. Yeah. Well, if you could, if you know. Yeah, yeah if you could. Right yeah. yeah. You've got the listings. But when, when the game was eventually played, this is where our cup oh. finally ran us over. <laughs> Yeah, I've so run, I've run it over, over. Yeah, it was one of them. They had three, didn't they? Where every time they got the ball, I, I, I capped my pants. Which was Ravenelli, Janino, and Emerson. Yeah. Janino didn't play, did he? Yes, he saw the cross. Yes, he did. Yeah. Yeah. I actually thought that was a fair result. I, I think. Yeah, yeah they, they, they beat us. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. The, 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 the second goal that Mikel Beck Lee yeah. Todd miskicked it on the halfway line. Yeah. Was that when he didn't bounce? Yeah. Because of the wet. The yeah, I'm saying he missed. Yeah. But he just kicked it. We just got punished yeah. by Beck through Paul Jones. That was when well, a couple it, of fans ran on the pitch. Yeah. Instead of having to go with David Ellery. Like it was his fault. Yeah. Nothing else is. Well, it was a carbon copy of Austin's stats, was it not? Not far off. Yeah, from the side, though, wasn't it? I think. Was it the side? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. By the main stand. Yes. So it's, it's, my brain's just remembered it as a carbon copy. Todd would have been a left back. So yeah, but Todd missed Todd miss yeah. kicked the first one for us to start, and that was on the left hand side, wasn't it? Oh, he found himself on the left hand side. Okay. Was the ref Yeah. yeah. That, that backs up something I've heard, which I'm not going to go into too much detail, just in case it's not true, and it <laughs> gets in trouble. But somebody told me, it might be Richard Harmwell told me, that when Ellery was out before the game warming up, maybe the, the, the day it was rained off and he was doing the ball rolling and the head shaking, that Sean Connolly was in the depths of the main stand, unseen, shouting dog's abuse at him from across the stand. And I'm not, not going to say what I thought, what I was told he was shouting, because you know, there's a chance Sean might listen to this, and if he wants to confirm or deny him, come on and tell us. But yeah. Uh, apparently, yeah, they were giving him dog's abuse because of you know Wembley. Yeah. yeah. Good for them. Yeah, because I remember when I first... Cause I remember when we played Berry in the windscreen shield, yeah. winning the golden goal, which I think was just before... Game. And I remember a bloke stood in front of me 
saying like, oh, have you heard who the referee is for Borough? And he went, it's only fucking Ellery. <laughs> <laughs> and like, his face was contorted <laughs> and everyone else around him. We're almost like, right, we'll take our tops off, we're going to go march down to Harrow now and give him a kick in. Yeah, it was proper hatred and anger towards him. Yeah. yeah. He didn't do himself any favours. I mean, he didn't, you know, you can't blame Mallory for the Borough defeat, but... No. I, I remember giving us a penalty coming at some point. Yeah, yeah. nice. Wasn't so it? Robin I, Ellie off. Yeah. I remember coming out of that game at Berry, and um, we'd just beat him, and I remember someone shouting, a Berry fan shouting, you're going to get beat by a Borough. And then we all went, I just remember everyone going, Way! let's all laugh at Barry, let's all laugh at Barry. <laughs> that, funnily enough, that Berry game was one of the first times I thought, actually, we're, maybe we're onto something here. So it was a golden goal we'd scored, and at the end of it, it was the first time I'd ever seen like the swag sellers outside selling T-shirts. <laughs> yeah. And they had blue T-shirts with like, these really crudely like, knock-off versions of the actual shirt with the white fade. Yeah. And they're like, get your county shirts, five pounds. So they must have had them made up for the cup semi-final. Yeah. But we'd spotted an opportunity a week earlier to come and sell them. I was like, I've never ever seen that at a county game. Yeah. Yeah. These were the days when we used to have touts as well at games. Yeah. yeah. The Wadda Borough game, you everywhere, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah. That's one thing that does leave. You know, I was, I was kind of too young to get too wound up about it at the time. But hearing back now, there was basically no control over tickets, wasn't there? No. And there was people going, I think you had to have a stub or two. Yeah, but then there was, well. then there was £18 for an adult mm. compared to, I think, £9 regularly. Mm. And then, but you could, if you had stubs, you could basically go and buy 50 tickets. Yeah. And I think people were doing it on credit cards. There was, there was weird things happening, like they were, they were sort of chasing the game in a sense because they thought, how do we do this? We'll start on sale and people say, no, we need some kind of voucher. Okay, we'll do a, va- we'll do a voucher scheme. Yeah, yeah. And at one point, they were giving vouchers out and seriously, what they were doing, at half time in the game, stewards were going up the, the, the cheetah end, up the steps. Handing out. Giving a, a pile to the guy at the end and saying, take one and pass them on. They didn't get past about the fourth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, someone, I'll have about 12 of them. Yeah, yeah, they're going in the next day and getting 12 tickets and it was, it was shambolic. The, yeah, I remember the Express advertise of it was then having a massive piece with some fan who'd been going since like the 40s. Yeah. Or something and couldn't get a ticket. Yeah, and he was doing a compo face on the front page. Yeah, there, there was a bit of that. I, I remember for that game, I wasn't in my season ticket seat for what for a, a reason that I can't remember. But I was on me and I might have been with Jacko actually. Me, we were sat with there was three people sat on two seats because there were just people that, like stood on the thing. Can I can I just can I just get in there with you two? Like, there was people sat on the aisles. I fucking fucking hell! Yeah. Like Jesus. I was sat in no. the same area for West Ham at home, Southampton and Middlesbrough, and it's also the same the same place where I was sat for my first ever game. You know, main stand at the Cheedland end, just in front of the food hall. Yeah, oh, we uncovered yeah, three yeah. rows. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's it. That yeah. used to be the family stand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was cold in those days. Probably. A bit earlier than that. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, but so, we were well beaten. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think any count, other than maybe Dosser, I don't think <laughs> any county fan would really say we deserved. You know, we we made mistakes and we could have maybe taken our chances more. But it's fair to say Borough were the better side. Yeah, I don't remember any clear chances though. Do you? Uh, you I don't know. I thought got fade. Yeah, for us, no. fading into memory. I don't remember getting excited about much. Where's the second leg? Where's the second leg? Where they where they were already selling. Memorabilia outside yeah. before the game. Yeah. So to be honest, finals. Yeah. If we'd have turned that around and won that, they'd have sold more. Because yeah. I'd, have, I'd have bought one. Yeah. Yeah. I'd have bought a Middlesbrough Wembley t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think the post after two minutes, didn't they? Michael yeah. Beck, yes. right in front of us, hit yeah. the post. I remember thinking, we we just got we, again
it was quite like it was Matthew, his dad, I think. My dad came along to it and um, I remember in a bar called the Purple Onion. I don't know why I can remember the name of that. But it was the Purple Onion in Middlesbrough, and I've checked it that it was called that. It's not like my memory playing tricks on me, like the Poseidon Adventure. <laughs> and I think there were so many people in there that we tried. It was only around the corner from the ground. And we tried to leave it by half seven. It took us about twenty minutes to get out of the pub <laughs> because it was just it was so busy. Yeah. So we got in there kind of at, on kickoff, and we were just sitting down, and we heard this big roar, and it was. We just caught a glimpse of like the ball ricocheting off the post. It wasn't like inside of the post and out. It was the outside of the post. Yeah, yeah. Away, bloody hell, we're in trouble there. Yeah. Wouldn't it have? Well, it was in the end. But wasn't it their first ever major final? Yeah, yeah. 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 So it was one. It was really big for yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah, it was a sellout. Because it was obviously enormous for us. Yeah. But it was big for them as well. Yeah, and then obviously Sean scored. Yeah. Um, and Brian, I've said it about a thousand times, like Brian Moore on the commentary. He's like, and yes, and it's a goal for. He's like, it almost can seem something else. He's like, stop, Paul. It's hang on, and it's handling. It's wow, yeah, yeah. In that kind of Brian Moore growl and the roar, yeah. beautiful. Listen, I can't, yeah. Yeah. shit's all yeah. over Tilsley. Yeah, I was. Weird. What, a, what, a, what a match and what occasions to score your first goal. Yeah, yeah. But he got a couple more later, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Screamers, yeah. 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 Swindon and. Tranmere, yeah. I, so I, I for about thirty yards, didn't they? Against <laughs> Tranmere, yeah, yeah. 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 I I was on the official coaches from from Stockport, and oh, um, was, yeah, was you? Did yeah. you get your free coke? That's, gonna, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Got me free coke. Got the first the, bit of merch, the loud hail thing. No, 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 no everyone. Oh, right. They just walked down with bottles of coke. There you go. Southampton game. They're giving out Coca-Cola cardboard loud hail. Oh, were they? Yeah, yeah. But I remember that's the day that I found out that a, a full fat Coca-Cola doesn't agree with me. So I was sick twice on that journey. How much did you drink? Probably loads. I was 15, wasn't I? Yeah. <laughs> probably like, probably, it's free. When you're popping crisps. Don't forget, from Bridge Hall. You know, yeah, from yeah, Brinnington. Yeah. So, so, and, free Coke. Yeah, I'm having that. Yeah. I'm just, I'm out, I don't like Coke. I don't like Coke. I still had one because it was free merch. Yeah, yeah. This, this is the big time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, 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 they hand out other stuff as well. I can't. I just remember the Coke. Manchester United News did like these... Oh, Louis. What but could have been? Ben Roberts would not say that. 
Ben Roberts was not tall enough to have got a foot to that. He got a different keeper. Mark Schwarzer was in. He made yeah, his debut. Yeah, his debut, yeah. yeah. Well, the Edgley Park was his debut. Yeah, Edgley Park was his debut, and then the second, yeah, second game, he, and then he got his foot to that. But yeah, I, I still maintain it's Ben really, Roberts won the same I don't back. remember. I was there at the ground and not sort of anguished with everybody else. I don't remember being in that good a chance at the time. Yeah. Having but then I saw it on the film. Yeah. I thought, yeah, I remember everyone around us saying, that's it. Yeah. Uh, we may as well go home now. That's, yeah. that's, the, that's there, the chance. There's yeah. always a chance or a half chance. There's always a, and and that was it. And it was like the mum and dad loaded a curry, and I still remember having an onion bhaji on my fork <laughs> as he went through and gone. I was just holding it there, and then I remember after after he had the chance, and I was in tears, and I looked down, and the bhaji had fallen off my fork. <laughs> oh, and it was just a oh, metaphor. Just a metaphor. Because <laughs> that was again, that was Borough overplaying at the back. Yeah, wasn't it? It wasn't, you know, it wasn't the fashion champs outside. I think they tried to play it across. He stuck his foot out, nipped in, and. He did have, you know, that football cliche. He had all the time in the world. He was unchallenged. Twelve yards out, just <laughs> he could have gone yeah. round him. He could have just it. decks it, but hits it two inches higher. Yeah. Well, it's you know, got it. Just to say that, isn't it? But, yeah. yeah. Fact, the, the, the goal that we did score, though, there's on there's probably three goals where we've been away from home and I've watched it back. Um, and and thought, fucking hell, it's limbs, you know, from the county fans. Yeah. It is absolute carnage in there. Middles, Middlesbrough away was one of them. When you look, look at the fans back, it's just everyone's just going like it's just a mishmash yeah. of people. Watford away when we lost four yeah. one, and then Wickham probably yeah. away in the and they're the three that really stick out for me. What ruins the Sean Connolly goal for me on the ITV? And this is you know it's not important, but on the ITV coverage, they positioned the camera at the bottom of the by pitch level, looking. at the fans and you're right there's limbs everywhere there's people falling over seats and then there's like two or three blokes who are kind of stood there clapping along all pla- then they see the cameras and they start playing up to it giving it all the first go, no time this. for that and you're like yeah that just could- yeah. it's instinctive you can't think about it no you, you can't need to think about it you shouldn't yeah, it's almost like they, they were there on a you know on a corporate day out or something yeah. Like, yeah. now act football yeah that really they really don't take any shine off it, but if I really have to pick something to niggle at from that game, apart from Kabako's miss, that. But that, that gets me watching, like in national tournaments on telly, you're watching England about to, about to get knocked, like bow out of another tournament, and the fans will be there and they're like, hands, up, hands on their heads, like, oh, I can't believe it. And they can see themselves on the screen. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I must be different. I can't react that way. For me, it's like crushing disappointment. I just want to. I don't want to cry. I don't want to do anything. I just want to just zone out. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just empty. Yeah, yeah there's no. Yeah. yeah, I'm just like it, it's. It, every time we go one nil down at home to a team that I think we shouldn't be going one nil down at home to, I'm sat there just like. Yeah. Just, I've just never like ever cried at County um, because we've you know something you know where we got dropped out of the football league or Kidderminster or or anything. I think the. Closest I've been to, and it wasn't. I was only ten at this point. It wasn't crying. It was just a sense of complete. This is not fair, and this can't be in the rules. With John Ebrell, when he's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, because that Alan Armstrong goal, and you know, is I say this, you know, and obviously wife and kids and all that, and I always <laughs> caveat it to my wife that as a Obviously, I love my wife and kids, but as a moment, as a what, like, as a complete elation rush, which you don't have day to day with your wife and kids, as a pure moment, 
Alan Armstrong's goal against Everton is the greatest thing that's ever happened in my life mm-hmm. by a mile. You know, it doesn't compare to Africans, but it's two very, very different feelings. Yeah, yeah. To then have that Taken away. snatched away <laughs> yeah. and pissed on within literally 30 seconds, yeah. I'm still not over it. I, I still watch those highlights probably once a week. I, click, I go to the bit and Ken and out. you can hear Ken say, um, today, you know, eventually gets to the point Alan Armstrong has been announced as the match sponsor. And the, Richard Harmel says, like, quite right to. And then he turns, I think, Dave Watson inside out, hammers it past him. Oh, he does a little outside of his foot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Such, yeah. Such yeah. yeah. And, then he, and you can see what it means to him. You know, he's probably like 18, 19. He's got the bleach blonde hair, the long sleeves. He's a proper superstar in the making. Mm. And he runs and he slides and he's banging in the pl- All the fans are on top of him. And that, watching that, yes, yeah, yeah. and watching that still kind of makes you know, I don't make me cry but I still get chills watching yeah. that yeah. I must have watched that a thousand times I, I, that's and why I, I could never it. take to Gary Ablett as our manager God rest his soul well, I, I, just because he was involved in those games as soon as he came <laughs> yeah. I was like I'm not having it go back even further Dave Jones played in 76 against the well yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the first thing I've read about Dave, Dave Jones when he, when well, he came in yeah. I guess from what you said earlier you guys were too young for the Peterborough Wembley game yeah yeah, because yeah, yeah. that was yes. very, very, yeah. very similar. Match ninety five was my first game. One down, um, second in. Peter was the second in, in the week, wasn't it? Yeah. We, we lost to Stoke mm-hmm. in the auto weather, and one down. Thought oh, this is, this is we're losing this. Get an equaliser, literally in like eighty eighth minute, and they went and scored within a minute of that. Yeah. Um, and got the goal at the other end, and it was like very, very similar. In fact, for me, that's probably worse than the other. Oh, game. but yeah. yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, I went to the but Burnley was apart from Rochdale, Burnley was the only Wembley one of the mm. before I went to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I can imagine that was well, I'd say tough, more than tough to take. Yeah. So I think the, back to Borough. I think the last major event of the Middlesbrough away game was Dinning getting sent off mm. for what oh, seemed. Yeah. Well, I, I always yeah, remember I it. That, I always yeah. remember it as like a fairly innocuous thing. But that was a, that was the first time I ever got. Had introduced a thing of dirty foreign bastards. <laughs> <laughs> he went down holding somewhere where he hadn't been hit. Yeah, his yeah. face wasn't. I just thought you absolute shit Oh, Ravenelli, was it? Oh, you yeah. fucker! You absolute yeah, fucker! Yeah. I, rem- I remember Beck maybe in the first in the first because it was they were legs, weren't they? Obviously, yeah, because yeah, yeah. we lost two 0 in the first one. I remember Beck going over like a few times, but rolling and kept on rolling. Yeah. And that was probably the first time I'd seen that little live thinking. Yeah. And I was thinking, what the fuck is he doing? It's so we didn't... In the last couple of years, they found a name for it, Shithousery. Yeah, yeah. 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 Shithousery. Yeah. With, uh, with um, Laughing Boy, Neymar. Yes. Yeah. That's what I mean. yeah. They, 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 they call it Shithousery. And that's, yeah. Yeah. that's, that's such a good word for it. Well, yeah. after the, in the ITV highlights of the England game at weekend, they were talking about, you see James Ward-Prowse? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Stomping on the penalty spot, stuffing yeah. it. Before Iceland missed theirs. Yeah. And Rod, uh, Ian Wright actually said, oh, it's Housery. Yeah, I thought that's what you did. Roy, Roy Keane was going, he's cheating. Yeah. It's like, sorry, didn't you? I didn't you stop it? There's a really good Twitter page which is football shit Housery. And it's just oh, yes. clips yeah. of things like that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's great. Um, yeah. <laughs> Gannon didn't play. Ah, so didn't he? Didn't centre half. No. Yeah, much of Armstrong played, but Gannon didn't play. Which but, he was on, but he was on the. Oh, he came on though. Right. And much played rather than Angel. Probably thinking about the league. Yeah, that's a tactical <laughs> change because we we weren't expected to do anything. I would think. Maybe, yeah, yeah, that makes maybe. Sense, I think, yeah. But that would explain why he was up against Ravenelli then, if he was uh, mm. central yeah. defending. Well, nowadays, if that happened, 
I'd be saying, well, Dinning just got sucked into it, it was stupid. But back then, mm. you know, as, you, as a kid, they blew it into your glasses, it was like, oh, you shit. Yeah, yeah. Was it that game as well that uh, had the cover photo for Dave Jones's book, uh, Toddy's about an injury? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it was a long, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 cracking picture. Yeah, it's great, that. I'd back Toddy on that. <laughs> yeah, it, it yeah. gives away about two feet in high, but yeah, yeah. yeah. It'd be a little rattle. up for it in the heart, doesn't it? Yeah. Okay, so for that season, then for that cup run, uh, should we just finish on? You've, you, we've probably mentioned it, but just to recap, your favourite moment of the cup run? Kavako's goal. Because that's your favourite goal isn't it, of all time. Yeah, yeah. And just the fact I'd not even sat down from celebrating the first and. And in my mind, it was a majestic diving header, and then having seen from like twenty five yards out, yeah. having seen it, it was like penalty spot diving <laughs> header. But still, yeah, still my favourite of a county goal. Yeah, mo yeah, moment either Kabako's goal or Flinny's clearance mm. against Southampton. Nice, it's a moment. Yeah, just you, be different. I think Kabako's goal because it, it, it was the second, was that? Yeah, yeah. yeah so lead, yeah. within a minute, we, we've got, we've gone ahead. So obviously that's significant. But other than that, probably much is tapping. At the Dell, yeah. that was mine. Yeah. Watch his tapping at the Dell. Yeah, it's just it was just unbelievable. We've done it just again. Been, We've come back. From yeah, down. How, how, how have we done this? Yeah, yeah. and I mean, probably the next one after that is probably being sick on the coach at Middlesbrough. Too <laughs> <laughs> yeah. much Coca Cola. But there you go. Giving <laughs> up the merch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the merch. Right, gentlemen, it's been an absolute pleasure as always. It has. Uh, so for more of the same type of shit. Scaffagawad.co.uk, there's all the other podcasts there. Ben, give yourself a plug. Um, if you're into your county shirt history and nerdery, I suggest you um, follow me on the various social media platforms at County Shirts. We'll see you right on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you want to get on board with some classic county shirts or shirt prints, it's stockportcountyshirts.co.uk. Thank you for joining us, Ben. Again, yeah, thank you. I'm, sure, I'm sure you'll be back for a third time when we cover this season again in more detail. In yeah, more detail, could we cover it in more detail, possibly? <laughs> Dave, anything to say? No, nothing. I've said all I need to say. Are you sure? It's in the book. There's nothing else for me to say about this year. Sure. If, well, I'll say it for you then. Just as if if you missed it at the start of the show, if you want a copy of Saturday Night and Thursday Morning, the book that Dave Espley wrote. Jump on um, your socials. Yeah, jump on your socials. Get Dave at Dave Espley on Twitter or you can contact us, contact at scarfbagarreward.co.uk. Um, yeah, and I'm sure there'll be a copy coming to you, signed, if, you, if, you, if you're nice. There we go. Okay, thanks everybody for listening and uh, we'll see you all next time.
It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants. 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.